everyone and welcome to episode 25 of the Film is Dead podcast. The date is the 4th of April 2021. Today is Easter and my name is John. Hi, I'm Nick. And I'm James. Did I do that intro right then? Do I always do it that way? <laughs> oh, no. It's, it's, it's not normally yeah. Easter, is it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I threw myself off by mentioning Easter. I shouldn't, shouldn't have bothered with that. I got to yeah. the end of it, I was like, what do I do now? I was like, oh, my it name is like, yeah. it's, It feels like the world is a little bit back to normal again now, so maybe that's why. It's like the clocks have gone forward, the, the sun's out. Yeah. We're living life now. <laughs> we're, not, we're not locked down in the uh, deepest, darkest winter anymore, are we? No. We can't semi-locked down. We're nowhere near as bad anymore. Yeah, things are things are getting better. Just mention uh this week is a special Easter treat. We're doing a the Boondock Saints as the main film, which was for Paddy's Day originally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or a couple of weeks late with the uh, with the pod. So uh we're doing Boondock Saints for Easter. Uh but yeah, we've it's been a few weeks since we did a pod. We've just yes. had different things going on, haven't we? Stuff like that. We plan to do a couple, but we had different things come up, kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah. we've uh We've finally got together to do a do a episode 25, 24. Yeah, 25. And who knows? Maybe the next one could be a face-to-face one. Who knows? We can do yeah, that's the plan, isn't it? We, we were thinking about doing this one as face-to-face. Mm. We can do an Easter film for that one. Oh, okay. <laughs> Delayed. <laughs> Always playing catch-up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Then come like... The Long Good Friday or something like that. Yeah, then like come, fr- yeah. come February next year, we'll do a Christmas film. <laughs> we're just bad aren't we at arranging so, sorry about that no but we were there was a thing the other week we were planning to do one a couple of weeks ago and we cancelled because me and Nick were playing uh, Dead by Daylight with Nick's brother Luke yeah indeed. we arranged to do that on PS5 mm. I, I know we're not a video game podcast but Dead by Daylight is class like it's such a good game yeah what, it, what is it, it? Like, I've heard of it but what, what's it about yeah, it well, took, it took me by surprise. This game, like, I didn't, uh, I, I didn't think I'd like it as much as I did. But um, I'll let John tell you what it's about because I'll probably murder. Is it a bit of like a parkoury zombie game or something like that? Is it? Actually, you're not a million miles away to be honest. But it's basically like being in a horror film, like uh, essentially. Oh, I think I know what you mean now. Like Nick mentioned, I've had it for years. I, I got it free on PS Plus years ago, and never played it. But like Luke was saying in the week, like, oh, let's get on Dead by Daylight because he'd been playing it a bit and was getting into it. So like, uh, it's, it's basically a game where there's four survivors trying to survive against one killer. And mm. to survive, they have to start up like five generators to, to power the exit door and get out of the level before the killer kills them. Right. And it's killers from, from films, is it? Is it like famous killers? Yeah, there's all different kinds of DLC. You can get like Ghostface from Scream and stuff and... Uh, mm. Uh, Bubba from uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, stuff like that. Has he got Michael Myers in it and stuff? Yeah, I, I bought the Halloween chapter. Uh, Michael Myers is there. And he can, like on the flip side, he can play as Lois Strode, like Jamie Lee Curtis. He can play as her as a survivor kind of thing. So. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Can you get yeah, like Alien like, on it or anything like that? Venomorphs or anything? Nothing that, nothing that far yet. Uh, they have their own killers that made up for the game as well, but. I think uh, Freddy Krueger, Michael Myers, uh, Chainsaw Massacre, 
and Ghostface. I think they're the big four films they've done so far. Can, yeah. can you, so can it's the main game. Sorry, go on. I was going to say, can you get Jason, or is that just going to be exclusively for Friday the 13th game? Right now? Well, we talked about this. There's the Friday the 13th game as well, which I've given a go, which I don't think is good. But that, that's just purely Friday the 13th with, like, uh, you can only play as Jason, basically. But that game's dead. Like, uh, it hasn't been updated for, like, two and a half years. Ah. Because of like a, a rights issue and stuff like that, and so people are speculating that as soon as the issue is sorted out, Jason will appear on Dead by Daylight. But when that will happen, I don't know. But he's probably my favourite in terms of slasher films. Friday the Thirteenth, my, my favourite series. So yeah, yeah. If there's one, one I'd want, it would be Jason. To be honest, <laughs> that would be pretty cool. Like the dynamics of it, Sanders. Like uh, like me and Nick and Luke are on the same team, like trying to trying to escape the killer. And it's like, if you get caught, you get hung on a meat hook kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But then, like, until you die. But then, like, one of your mates can come and, like, rescue you off the meat hook kind of thing. So it's just really yeah. good. Like, there's so many good, like, chases and stuff in it. Like, you've got, like, the killer chasing after you. And you can, yeah. like, through all the to get away and stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's so mm. freaky, isn't it? Like, Quite spooky, like, yeah. Yeah, you'll be just, like, uh, like say, kneel behind, like, a rocket. Or maybe even, like, fixing up one of the generators. And then a heartbeat, the sound of a heartbeat will um, come through your speakers and you're like, oh shit, he's nearby, he's nearby. And, um, <laughs> and, and then obviously you'll just see him out your peripheral or something, you're like, oh my god, it's And then <laughs> it's, it's horrific. It's, it's so it, funny. It is uh, so There's one killer as well, I don't, know what, I don't know what it's called, but he has a bell. And when he rings his bell, he goes invisible. And then when he rings it again, it becomes visible again. Yeah. Like, the amount of times I've been on a generator, and like the heartbeat doesn't go off or anything, and like he'll be stood right behind you, he'll ring the bell, and it's just right there. Like, oh, oh my shit. god, <laughs> that's horrible! <laughs> so, some of the bad guys, like, and some of the bad guys, like, faster than other ones, or got different powers, yeah. We've all got different powers and stuff, and different like uh, skills and what have you. So, it's real. How I've waited this long to play, I don't know. It's a really good game, yeah. Now, now you've said it, I do remember it. Uh, I think I've seen some gameplay footage from it. So, do, yeah. does the original. Standard standalone game come with any of the characters, or you can buy them all. Yeah, it comes with a fair few, like, uh, but you've got mainly the movie ones, you've got to buy the movie ones pretty much. Mm. But uh, mm. that's worth mentioning though. I was playing with the default guy that you just start the game with, and Nick and Luke pointed out a few games in that it looked just like you. Who? <laughs> 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 It's called uh, Dwight Fairfield. Google it. It's just like you're in the video game. <laughs> Me? <laughs> you must be a handsome bastard then. <laughs> Whenever we play it now, it's just like everyone refers to him as Sanders. They're like, oh, Sanders, don't you? <laughs> is he a bad guy? Is he like a murderer? No, he's oh, just like, is that the, the main? Is the main guy of the game really? Like, he's on the intro yeah. and stuff. But I just played with the default guy when I started, and it's just like <laughs> they put it out with just you. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll have to research that <laughs> using my yeah, likeness without my consent. <laughs> Actually, Jimbo, have you got Game Pass on the Xbox? I've not, no, no. Oh, right. it's on Game Pass for free on the Xbox. So, how much is the game? Just if you want to buy it, you know, I think about fifteen or twenty quid. Yeah, it's not too bad though. I might give it a go then. You're all on Xbox, are you? No, PS Five, but I've, I've got. I can get the Xbox as well if I wanted to. So, right, okay, you give it a go. I suppose I'm thinking about cancelling my Xbox Live subscription, <laughs> or am I just doing yearly because it's cheaper yearly in it? Yeah, yeah, it's cheap. Right. Monthly, it's like seven quid a month, and I'm barely. Well, I've never played online really, so the waste of money really. So, yeah. If you're gonna do it, get the ultimate thing. That's about 
10 or 11 quid a month, but you get Game Pass included with that. Oh, that's pretty good, then. There's like hundreds yeah. of games you can get, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah, I might give that, give that a go, then. But yeah, other than that, the only other bit of news I've got is that I've been vaccinated. Got me a vaccine the other week. Very Had to go good. to Manchester for it. But yeah, it was really good, really efficient, in and out. Right. Uh, within like 10, 15 minutes. They make you wait for 10 minutes afterwards just to make sure you're not going to keel over or anything like oh, that. Oh, I believe so, you know. To let yeah. the microchips uh, embed themselves. So it is. Yeah, they're trying to... Bill Gates is uploading his uh, control methods to like... Yeah. <laughs> into your bloodstream. <laughs> as, as James mentioned earlier, this is why you're drinking that drink, that... The listeners can't yeah, actually... Yeah. The, the listeners can't actually see because they've not got video, but... Um, yeah, I don't know why I turned the camera. <laughs> but are you, you drinking Corona extra? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got the Corona on the go. Yeah, is anybody for you? Yeah, I, I, what film's this from? You can have any beer you want, as long as it's a Corona. <laughs> oh, that actually really uh, hard, but I don't know. No idea, no. No, uh, I'm not, I'm not, I can't figure that one out. That's the classical actor Vin Diesel in Fast and Furious. <laughs> is it really? Oh, sorry, the, the Fast like, and the Furious, the first one. Is it like a, like, what do they call it? Like an advert within the film, sort of product placement? Much, yeah, yeah, pretty much. It's <laughs> amazing. I'm surprised there's no more, there's a memes about that, there must be. I'm, I don't know, to be honest with you. I'll, I'll have to check it out. I remember that from the first film. Though. <laughs> Paul, Walker, Paul Walker turns up to a party and it's like, you can have any beer you want, as long as it's a Corona. Hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's all my news. What are you guys up to? Yeah, not, not really much. It's just uh, nice that things are sorting, coming back to normal. I believe that Cineworld is actually going to be opening again. It's not going to shut down like a lot of places in sort oh, of town. Yeah. yeah. What is it, like 15th of May or something? I think so, yeah. But it's good. To, I mean, I, I can imagine quite a few places are going to completely shut down, aren't they? Like we were saying, that some pubs that just won't open again. Um, yeah. Some other businesses just gyms. I imagine a lot of gyms might not might not see the light of day again. They might not. No. Yeah, it's a shame. But yeah, I know obviously they're a massive, you know, big company. Like, uh, so you know, it's hard to feel sympathy for them. But I'm, I'm just glad. Well, it's reopening, you know what I mean, and getting back mm. to normal. Yeah, yeah. Well, in Warrington, where we're from, that's, they've just built up, well, a couple of years ago, they just took a brand new cinema, isn't it? So it's a shame just to, if, it, if it, like, shut down and we, we didn't get to go back again, so. Yeah, that uh, was like 18 months old, isn't it? Yeah. I know, I got, I got the cinema <laughs> card as well, um, because of it being so convenient for me there. And it'd be a shame that I only got to watch, like, four films <laughs> with my card. Uh, yeah, I cannot wait for that to reopen. No, I can't. But what films will be out, though? Is there anything out? Well, I was thinking this. I, uh, I watched Kong v. Godzilla last night on, on Amazon. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Oh, can you, buy, can you rent it now? Yeah, you can rent it now. But I, I, I bet you any money that'll, that'll be being shown, you know, that first weekend. <laughs> that'll be... Well, uh, we, can review it in, we can review it in full when you've... Uh... When we've all seen it, but what, what, what provisionally, what do you think? Is it you good? Yeah, right. you know what? Uh, I'll mention it later on, but I, I, I liked it. Okay. I, I was surprised how much I liked it, to be honest. Yeah. Is it legendary? The legendary uh, King Kong. It is, yeah. Legendary Studios, or whatever it's called. Yeah, they, they've, uh, they've done it. Because I liked Godzilla, 
with Brian Cranston, but I didn't really like Kong Skull Island that much. It was all right. It was interesting. It was set in like the seventies. It was like the Vietnam War or something, wasn't it? Yeah, that's right. Did so, he explain I, like the time difference sort of thing? I'm a bit. I'm a bit like you. I really like Godzilla 2014. Thought it was great. Mm-hmm. Thought Kong Skull Island was okay. Thought it was fun. Nowhere near as good as the first one, but. Uh, then they did Godzilla King of the Monsters, which I thought was absolutely. Oh yeah, boring. I didn't like that. Yeah. yeah, the monster fight was okay at the end, but like all the human stuff was just so boring. Was that the one uh, with that Mothra? Was it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Mothra and King Ghidorah. Yeah, uh, but this yeah, one though, sure. is more. This one's more fun. It gets back to a bit being a bit more fun than that one. Yeah, because it's not can't be serious. Can you? It's not really the, the most serious of topics, is it? Well, that first one, if you remember that first Godzilla with Brian Cranston, yeah. that was quite serious. When you that was pretty it. cool, actually. I'll give you that. Yeah, but but now, like, like I said, there's like alien ships in this one and stuff. It's just like a bit out there. <laughs> right, okay. Yeah. All right, well, I'll look forward to it. Um, how much is it on Amazon Prime? 16 quid. Oh, 16 quid? Is that to rent or to buy? To rent, yeah. To rent? Fuck me. But then oh, again, bit... with, with Amazon Prime anyway, you don't really own the film. You just kind of have the rights to it for a bit, don't you? If they, if they wanted to change studios or something, you, you're sort of fucked, aren't you? Your money's gone. Yeah, that's it. But yeah, uh, so that's all I've been, I've been up to. Have you guys been up to anything else? Or? No. No, not much. Just uh, sort of living the dream, really. Living the lockdown dream. That's it. I'm Drinking, waiting up here. Just working. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've nearly uh, survived COVID. We're nearly officially COVID survivors. Yeah, we didn't die. So we saw that's pretty good, I suppose. We've made, we've made it through, yeah. But if, uh, if you've got nothing else, we'll, I'll jump into some movie news if you're both okay with that. Okay. Not got much news, to be honest with you. I don't know if you guys have got any film news or anything, but uh, the trailer for the Suicide Squad dropped last week. Have you guys had a chance to catch it? or I have indeed. What do you think? Idris Elba, is it? Yeah, yeah. As well as many other people, John Cena, um, that guy who was Doctor. I'm surprised you could see him on the trailer. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, uh, Peter Capaldi. Yep. Peter Capaldi. Yeah. He's wow, amazing. that's a weird one. Yeah, he's playing the the thinker. The thinker. That's it. Yeah. Margot Robbie. She's back. She looks yeah. Tiny, actually, to be fair. I don't know who's playing everything. Don't know who what. So. I don't know if you've seen it, Sanders. There's like a one called that like Shark Boy or something. It's just a big shark, basically. Oh yeah. Oh no, I saw, I've not seen the trailer, but I've seen the poster. Yeah, like, I thought his name was like Land Shark or something like that. Is that, is that it? It might be Land Shark. What, what, what is it, Nick? I think it might be Land Shark. Yeah. <laughs> land Shark. <laughs> what the fuck? The thing is, like, um, in the comics, that 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 is normally apparently a hammerhead shark but they, they they decided to go with just a i suppose great white probably that's a bit uh, right. I bet there's some people fuming about that yeah I'm also livid king, king shark gold oh, king, king shark, shark yeah shark, yeah i don't know what uh, that's about I, I, what, what the fuck's that yeah it's, it's one of them like i'm sure it'll be an okay film I'm sure it'll be good but i'm just so kind of like bored of these comic book films now like they just look all the same I don't know well, what yeah. are you thinking rubbish <laughs> I don't know I, 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 as you know I quite enjoy my superhero movies and, and yeah. 
I, I, unlike most people, most other people on the planet at this point, um, I, I'm not actually bored of it. Yet. I, 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 I could probably go for as long as Disney planning me, planning and making them. <laughs> But, um, they just acquired all all these rides. I don't think they're going anywhere for a while. Obviously. Exactly. So, yeah. But um, yeah, I, I think it looks quite good. Um, I, I was I was um, quite disappointed that Will Smith didn't isn't isn't making a reappearance. So I quite liked his character in the original. Yeah. So this isn't this is this No, really. And this isn't Disney, is it? This is DC, is it? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Warner Brothers. Yeah. Who who owns DC again? Warner Bros. Warner Bros. Right. Yeah, like I say, I'm sure it'll be good. You know, I'm sure it'll be an enjoyable film. I just feel a bit like I genuinely am struggling to differentiate them in my head now. Like, there's so many of them. They all look the same. A lot of them now have this goofy tone to it, you know, like Guardians of the Galaxy or something. I mean, I like Guardians of the Galaxy, to be fair. The first one was all right. I think that's why they uh, got James Gunn for this film, isn't it? Because they literally wanted Yeah, exactly. He wanted a Garden of the Galaxy clone, essentially, didn't they? Yeah, pretty much. So I'm sure it'll be good, but have have you seen the other trailer that dropped it yesterday? Uh, Space Jam 2? I did watch that as well, yeah. Yeah. They've, like, de-sexified Bugs Bunny's misses, haven't they? Yeah, that's right, yeah. And the internet is really upset, yeah. Yeah, our good pal Elliot's not happy with it. Is he not? No, he's saying it's uh, Joe Biden's Lola Bunny. This is what you get from voting in Joe Biden. You get you get this new Lola bunny. Yeah, you get a watered down, sort of, <laughs> yeah. not sexy rabbit. I yeah, mean, like a fat one. I mean, I, I saw she was in the trailer, wasn't she? I, I, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't feel like she was that unflattering. Um, no, but she hasn't got a giant chest anymore. I don't think. Oh, is that what the thing was? Uh, yeah, yeah I, think so. I think she looks just fine. <laughs> looks like a cute rabbit, which is what it's supposed yeah. to be. I think sexualizing an anthropomorphic animal is a bit weird anyway. It, it is a yeah, bit weird. route to go down. Yeah. <laughs> but I found it weird that I think, you know, with the first Space Jam, like obviously Michael Jordan, one of the most charismatic people on the planet. Yeah. They have no doubts about letting him act in the first one. Like it's Michael Jordan. He's going to be great on camera. Let him do it. But, but now they've got LeBron. I think that when they were filming it, they're like, Fucking hell, LeBron is shit on camera. <laughs> so I don't know if you noticed, but they turned him into a cartoon in the film. What? Yeah, like... Did, 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 did they, though, or was that just for a small part of the film? It didn't look like it was... Being or maybe. I could be wrong on this, but I've got the feeling that, like, maybe it could even be, like, a, a time thing for him. It's like, look, I've got time to film this. Like, I don't, if you're going to do that, you might as well just got Kobe. What, what I uh, got from the trailer... You're going to just draw him... <laughs> Draw anyone you want. Yeah, true. I I I uh, I uh, got the feeling though that it was only for a small bit of it. Like when he was actually doing the big um, basketball game at the end, it looked like that was just going to be him. Like, yeah, he came back. He was fighting, fighting. He's like playing against like a robotic version of himself or something. Honestly, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've got a feeling like they might spill out like a big thirty-minute section in the middle with like a cartoon LeBron. Maybe yeah. just to keep him off the off camera. <laughs> Jesus. I could be wrong. It could be amazing in the film, you know. Has he got a career in acting? I mean, has he ever been in anything else? I don't think so. But then again, Michael Jordan. Yeah, exactly. Jordan hadn't either, so they're hoping the same kind of thing. But... Uh, have, you, have you have you seen his uh, musical that he made? That was Who's Michael, Michael Jordan. 
No, it's not him, is it? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Ignore me. It, it, I got it mixed up because of a song that's at the beginning of this of the film. <laughs> right. Okay. Ignore, ignore me completely. <laughs> I say Michael Jordan making a musical would be kind of. I'd watch that. Yeah, yeah. One other bit in the uh, the trailer, they make it look as if this is almost in the same universe as Ready Player One. Did you notice this? Like I did notice that. Yeah, like all the uh, references to like other Warner Brothers properties, like Game of Thrones and stuff. And did you catch that? Like they, yeah. they go to a planet just being like uh, orbited by like all the properties that Warner Brothers owns and stuff. Just like in Ready Player One kind of thing, so be a little crossover kind of thing. I like the idea of it, but I think they're taking it too far now, aren't they? All these crossovers and stuff, it's just sort of like, I don't even know. I don't even know what it means. That's all it is, it's just fan service. Yeah, yeah. Marvel stuff do it all the time. Well, yeah, have you guys got any, any news or anything? Any movie news? What's the new Daisy Ridley one? Oh, the one with Tom Holland. Yeah. Uh, Called like Chaos Walking or something like that. Yeah, that is it. Chaos Walking. It's meant to be terrible, apparently. Oh, really? Really? Yeah, the trailer didn't look good. I've not even seen the trailer. Uh, Daisy Ridley's blonde in it. It just doesn't look right on her, I don't think. Yeah, I saw the the trailer was on YouTube pushing it quite big because it's obviously like a rent at home film in it. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, apparently it's going to be a bit of a stinker. Hmm. Well, I'm definitely not renting it anyway. <laughs> no. See, talking of Tom Holland films, there was, a, there was one that I, I was quite excited for called Cherry, but uh, I've not seen it. I don't even think I've seen the trailer for it, but I was just like, this sounds like it could be good. And it's by the directors of Endgame. Um, the Russo. Yeah. Uh, so I thought, I, I thought, you know, it might, might be good then, but uh, I've heard it's terrible. I've heard it's actually not a very good film, but... Yeah, don't surprise me. Like, I think the move social stick to Marvel stuff pretty much. <laughs> it should now, shouldn't they? I think they've kind of, yeah. they've kind of solidified their place in making superhero movies, so they should have stick to yeah. it. I'm, I'm with uh, Martin Scorsese now when it comes to superhero films. They're just like going to a theme park, aren't they? It's just a sort of a, a roller coaster ride. That's all it is. It's not a piece of art, really, is it? Maybe yeah, the Spider Man, Miles Morales film, whatever that's called, Into the Spider Verse. That was, that was beautiful. It was an art piece, I think. Yeah, great film, yeah. <clears throat> There's not very many modern superhero films that are actually good, I don't think. Uh... Yeah, I suppose that um, just depends on your own opinion, but I, I like personally. I I I find the fact that I'm on just like a roller coaster ride that's enough for me. It just I just I just want all all I want is something a bit fun to pass a yeah. few hours, and that it, and they all do that. Well, not all, of them, that's, but most that's of them. Not, do. I'm not saying that. It's, yeah, it's, most, they most are. Do that are fun, most of them do that for me, and in, in my opinion. Yeah. That makes him good. So. Then again, I'm not a big fan of roller coasters, so maybe that's what it is. Yeah, I'm not either, to be fair. <laughs> cool, cool. So, uh, do you guys want to get into the main film this week? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. And the main film is The Boondock Saints from 1999. Okay, Nick, have you got a synopsis there? I do indeed. 
Two Irish Catholic brothers become vigilantes and wipe out Boston's criminal underworld in the name of God. Very nice, very short. Uh, okay, here's a clip. Now they're staring at six men with guns drawn. It was a fucking ambush. This was a fucking bomb dropping on Beaver Cleaverville. For a few seconds, this place was Armageddon. There was a firefight! Okay, uh, just thinking to kick this off. Nick, you mentioned when we were playing Dead by Daylight of the week, you wanted to talk about uh, the director, Troy Duffy, or Shane Duffy, as I called him. Shane Duffy. Yeah, do you want to kick it off by mentioning about Troy Duffy, the uh, oh, writer-director? I've got, got a few notes here, if that's okay to go through. Yeah, you go, you go, yeah. Like, uh, he was working at a bar while he wrote the script for this. Yeah, this is this is yeah. I've read this a while back. I I I, I uh, I'll let you tell the the true story. But I got this uh, impression that, that he was a barman, and, and he yes. basically funded the movie himself. But that's not true. I don't think. But I mean, he must have been pissed making it. it, it I think but, it shows. Well, but I'll let jo- <laughs> I'll, I'll let John uh, tell the true story. Well, like you say, he was, he was working as a barman, I think, in LA, and. Uh, I think he had ideas to, you know, to get into the film business kind of thing, but he came home one night after a shift and, like, apparently they were wheeling out, like, a dead woman uh, from a drug dealer's apartment over the way from him. Yeah. Like, that that inspired him to make this film kind of thing, just to, like, you know, go around killing all the scum kind of thing and stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's where he got the idea from. The, uh, That's dead interesting, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, vigilantism, vigilantism isn't, like, a new concept, is it? But... No, but I think just the idea that, like, cleaning up the streets kind of thing, uh, and the fact it's like two brothers getting a calling from God, that kind of thing. Whether that's what it is, I don't know why, but... <laughs> yeah. It kind of goes on from there, like, uh, he wrote the script, and, like, it just seems like it's really easy to get into the film game, because, like, he wrote a script, and there was a massive bidding war. Yeah, like, I've, heard, I've heard this, that there was a bit of a bidding war, and but, like, I think it shifted through quite a few uh, studios as well, didn't it? Yeah, that's right. Like Paramount offered the most, like 500k. <clears throat> and he turned that down to go with Miramax, uh, our old pal Harvey Weinstein. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> he, took, he took less money from them because they offered that he could write and direct the film if he, if he took oh. the last offer, which he did. But then apparently he fell out with them. Uh, Probably tried to shot. touch him off or something, didn't he? Oh, this is the thing. Looking back now, like the official word at the time was that he had like a massive ego and stuff, and he didn't just want no one could work with him, Troy Duffy, because he was just such a guy. I, I find that such hard to believe, especially because his first feet, his first feature film. I can't imagine throwing his weight around like that. Yeah, so apparently he was a bit of an ass, but like I say, looking back, it's like we know what kind of character Harvey Weinstein is now, so <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, as far as my wife hasn't abused anyone, so. <laughs> <laughs> Has he done any other films since then? Did he do part two? Yeah, I think he made part two as well. 
but, which uh, I believe is terrible. But yeah, it's, it's not. It's not the best. It can't be much worse than the original then. Oh, oh, Jimbo, Jimbo showed his hand. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we, we all knew when coming into this what James's uh, opinion was going to be. <laughs> but um, well, um, we should say that. Why, why would you think that, Nick? Because you've quite literally stated on the last pod, I think, in fact. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but the second one is, like, much worse. Like, I'd like to see you watch it, actually, just, just to see if yeah. you'd maybe like it more. <laughs> wow. I'd be well, maybe I will. That's why I'm very interested to see how you, which which way you'd go with it, not like in the original. Well, for the next part, I might I might have watched it if I can find it. I'm not renting it. I'm not paying for it though. Yeah, I don't blame. You. If I can find it in, a, you know, a DVD in a bin somewhere, then maybe <laughs> <not>. <laughs> well, let's just hope you find a DVD in a bin. Okay. <laughs> like after uh, after Mirror Max, let him go. He went to a company called Independent Studios Franchise Pictures. That just sounds like the most generic kind of, oh, we've, we've made an independent studio to do franchise pictures. What should we call it? Oh, let's call it Independent Studio Franchise Pictures. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, so he made it with them in the end. But, like, the film wasn't a success in, in the theatres, but it did really well on home video. It made, like, $50 million on home video. Yeah, and because Troy Duffy had signed his rights away for the film, he made no money from it at all. Oh, really? Like he, you know, he'd have been like a multimillionaire, like he'd have got like a bit of the back end off that or something. But he, uh, obviously, because he was young, he was only like what in mid twenties. Yeah. First time director, didn't know what he was doing, and he signed his rights away. Yeah. Whereas George Lucas, on the, the flip side of it, kept all the rights from Star Wars toys and became like a billionaire. <laughs> yeah. That's, That's where we missing out. They should have done a Boondock Saints toys. Should have got a toy line out. Can you imagine <laughs> what them, them? I mean, to be fair, it'd be quite cool. Like Willem Dafoe dressed as a woman and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. I, I, was, I, was, I was thinking, uh, what's his name? Billy Connolly um, in his like yeah. full get up with like the. Uh, do you know when he's fighting them? When he's got like six, like, the six guns. Yeah, the six guns. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That would be a cool little toy, I reckon. Oh, it's just such a crazy film. So I say it's a bit of a tragic story for Troy Duffy. He kind of he made this. He kind of ended his career in Hollywood because he was apparently hard to work with, and he, he barely made any. Well, I'll say barely made any money. He made like three hundred or four hundred k to to make it. But you know, yeah. he could have made a lot more off the back end if he'd have been a bit wiser. But mm. he made a sequel though, didn't he? So he probably made money from that. Probably learned from his mistakes. Yeah, probably. Can I just mention here as well? Like I think the reason. There was a bidding war on the script and stuff. I think people thought this guy would be like a new Tarantino or something. Because it was that era when like Tarantino became massive and people must have been thinking, we need we need more like young indie directors like Tarantino, you know, like who's yeah. gonna be the next Tarantino? And they read the script and like a lot of this film to me feels like a rip-off of Tarantino stuff. I'll get to yeah. that and go through like so I just think like that's really what, what influenced the bidding war, especially with Harvey Weinstein as well being the one to buy it first, you know, like he was thinking as another Tarantino character. Can you imagine um, if they'd have let someone proper direct it, though? It could have been amazing. Yeah, this is the thing. I don't think it's that well-directed. Like, uh, he overuses this this habit of, like, he does it about three or four times in the film. He'll show you, the, like, the devastation of a scene where, like, people are dead on the floor. And then he'll flash back and show you how he got there. Yeah, like you could do that once, but he does it all the time. Like, 
literally three or four times. There's a few times where Willem Dafoe's character is sort of walking through a crime scene, his guns are, like, people are getting murdered and he's sort of walking through it. He's not there, he's just there in his mind sort of thing. And it's like, yeah, you did it once, now it's kind of yeah, old. Definitely, like, I'll just jump to that bit. Like, that's, I see he goes through and recreates the crime scene because he's such an amazing detective. But the one yeah. for me that goes way too far, like, it's about midway through the film and he's recreating the scene. It starts off the scene, like, he's, he's in, like, a suit and shirt with a tie on all dead dapper kind of thing. And by the end of this 10-minute scene, his shirt, like his suit jacket's gone off, his shirt's oh, on the no. ground, <laughs> sweating and stuff like, his shooting his gun in the air. Oh, is God, it, that was bad. Is this, is this the, there was a firefight? <laughs> <laughs> this, this won't work for the audio podcast. There's one bit where like, he's acted out, we're like... <laughs> Oh, with just his fingers. He had this guy shooting real guns, well, guns, and and he's just sort of got his fingers and like, oh, oh fucking hell. Oh, Willem Dafoe, like, like, he's a good actor, Willem Dafoe. Yeah, great actor, yeah, but just some, I mean, it's fun to watch in the film. It's just like, what was his direction for those scenes? Like, he must have been so. <laughs> I think he winged it. We did not, nobody knew what was happening. It's a mad character that's playing. And he's like, just for yeah. some reason, I mean, like, it's quite, it's, it's quite before before its time with the fact that it's got like a gay character. It's gay and stuff, yeah. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Quite, it's quite, quite early to that game, isn't it? So. Yeah, true. Yeah. But they do sort of take the piss out of him for it a little bit, don't they? Who do? But don't some of the characters sort of like, isn't it? Well, it's, it's a joke, isn't it? Like the way he's sort of treated like a lady when he's. Um, when he's dressed like a woman and stuff like that, I don't know. It just seemed a bit sort of. More I, I, I I quite liked the fact that like, um, it was this gay character, but like he was just like he he was definitely in control of everyone. I'd like he he was more than happy being open to everyone about it. Yeah, true. But, uh, but like he was always like there was never they were always looking up to him. You know what I mean? They were always like yeah, fair enough. He was a strong respect. character in it, wasn't he? Yeah, 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 exactly. I thought it was quite a good uh, representation of a. Uh, of a, of a gay character. What do you think? To, is this Billy Connolly's worst role ever? Well, I, I, I wouldn't feel confident saying yes, pure, only because he's in the film for about a total of 30 seconds. Yeah, he's not got a big <laughs> role in it. He's got, I think, I think he is in the sequel. Uh, I think he's, he's, uh, he's, right. he's, he's yeah. in, in that throughout, but... Um, yeah, this one, he, like, he, he says, what, like, three lines, doesn't he? <laughs> At the end, yeah. Like, yeah. it's just like, he might as well not be in the film. Like, I know, it's yeah. stupid. He wasted the money with him, really, there. Yeah. Is it, I wonder how much he got paid for this. It is madness how, how like, they managed to get, like, Willem Dafoe, Billy Connolly, like, f- in this film, and it's just, like, the first-time directors. Is this Norman Reedus's first film? Or one-off? It was, no. uh, it was definitely early on, though. I think he was in uh, a film called Mimic before this. I might be wrong on that, but right. I feel like he was in Mimic by Guillermo del Toro in like '97 or something. Right, I see. I mean, Norma I think Norma Reedus's character was fine in it, but his brother—I don't even know who's that actor. Who the hell is he? Is it Sean Patrick Flannery? Have I just played yeah, that name? Yeah, no, I think you yeah, think you're correct. Yeah, I think that's his name. Definitely an Irish-sounding name. I'll give you that. Yeah, I think. I might be totally wrong on this. Maybe Nick can check for me while I'm talking, but I, I think Sean Patrick Flannery played the young Indiana Jones. Is he really? In Crystal Skull. In either, no, the TV show. 
or no, it was I think it was a TV show. Hopefully, Nick can confirm for me, but I think he was Young Indy in the TV show. I didn't even know they made a TV show of it. To be honest, oh, I, I was yeah, hoping the, 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 young, the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. Yeah, there's a TV show on a, on a Saturday every every uh, afternoon in right. Sorry, on every Saturday afternoon in the early nineties, and like it was framed, but where Indy was like a ninety year old old crone telling stories to people in modern day about like what he used to go uh-huh. to and stuff. A bit flashback to like the young Indy. Not the idea of it, but yeah, interesting. It was good. Yeah, no, I, I hated him. As a, uh, his character was just shit, and. The, they didn't have any morals, really, did they? They, they, they went about the lives, they had all these morals and they were sort of like trying to save the society, but they were actually they were assholes. It feels a bit like they have morals, but they'd gladly bend them to like kill someone. You know what Just I mean? Do their own wicked way, sort of thing. Yeah, they had, they had rules, but then like Rocco, the, the third guy who came along, would be like, oh, I want to kill this, uh, this guy in the strip bar, strip club, sorry, or whatever. Yeah. Like, oh, we can't really do that. It's not part of the rules. And they're like, well, he's a bad guy. I'm like, oh, okay then. Oh, for God. Go kill him. Go kill him then. <laughs> other, other, than, the arm. <laughs> other than what Nick said before about the, uh, there was a fire fight. That is probably, the st- I'd say that's the second best line in the film. The, my favourite line was, is it Rocco, the, big, the, 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 the bald sort of like uh, oh, Brazilian oh. looking guy? No, it calls the guy with the long dark hair, I think. Uh, oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who, who's the mafioso fella? Like, the quite quite big guy with the, the, the bald head. Oh, yeah, that Rocco tells a joke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, tell us a joke scene. But he's, when he's on the phone, he goes, insignificant! Yeah. Little park. <laughs> Absolutely love that. That's good. Just to mention in that scene as well, you know the other guy who they kill later on with the moustache and the yeah, yeah. looks like a seventies kind of guy. Oh no, guy, yeah, he, he, he is a porn yeah. star, isn't he? Yeah, Honestly, it's yeah, it's Ron. Jeremy. Oh, it's Ron Jeremy. Yeah. Fucking hell, of course it is. I thought yeah. that at the time. Well, I didn't. I didn't even realise. But then I googled the cast after, and I was like, Ron Jeremy was in that film. <laughs> <laughs> They've yeah, gone to town with a casting, haven't they? Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, uh, yeah. I was jump back to the start, like. This is what I mentioned before about the flashbacks and stuff that they do. Film starts off where, like, well, not doesn't really start off here, but they get to a point where they show you, like, some Russians dead in, in an alleyway. Mm. Like, I think one of them is wearing, like, a nappy almost, something that's been shot in the arse earlier. <laughs> uh, and then they, they cut back to show you, like, how it got, how they got there. And again, just, just mental scenes, like... The Sean Patrick Flannery guy is chained to a toilet and he drips the toilet out of the floor to escape. Like, then walks that's like any roof. human could do that, yeah. Yeah. He then walks to the roof of the building and you're thinking, oh, he's going to drop the toilet, which he does. He drops the toilet perfectly yeah, on yeah, the yeah. I, I kind of like that. Bit, yeah. Great aim. But, like, yeah. I don't know if you were thinking this, but this Willem Dafoe showed earlier, there was, like, a dumpster next to the bodies. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, God, he's jumping off the roof. He's going to jump in the dumpster. He doesn't jump in the dumpster. He just jumps down on the floor. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's not uh, yeah, He's I will, like ten stories down. I will. I will admit, I like, like, I, I don't. I don't know when it happened, but um, a while ago, I, I started being very critical of these kind of things in films. Where I'm like, well, his legs would be broken. You know, he'd be dead. Um, but yeah. with this film, I've been a lot. I was like, well, his legs would be broken. Then, yeah, he's dead. He's... Yeah, I couldn't believe what I was watching. I was like, he, he had the opportunity right there. Yeah, yeah. 
So yeah, if you, if you have a sock on a roof ten floors up, just jump off, guys. You'll be fine. Yeah. Don't worry about the, the dumpster full of like soft, you know, beds or like cardboard boxes that break your fall. <laughs> Mental. What did you think of the bit like after that where they're in jail, where they confess to the murder, and they have like their revelation scene kind of thing? The uh, they have a message from God in that shitty little prison cell. Oh yeah. <laughs> but when it's like raining on them and they both kind of do that weird thing on the bed like, it's totally erotic isn't yeah. it yeah. as if they've just been like, uh, like yeah, possessed, by God. possessed by an angel or some shit yeah like, like the angel Gabriel has buggered them both up the ass. maybe <laughs> and like I mean it's interesting seeing I mean, not, I, not what I, I would have done if I was in this situation but <laughs> it was like a like an 80s or 90s boy band sort of thing wasn't it yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very nice. That's what it is, isn't it? Like that's that. Yeah, it's of era, isn't it? Again, it's the first time director trying to be cool. I think in it a lot of this, thinking like, oh, this will be cool, and it's not aged very well at all. Like, no, no. no. Yeah. Who Who is the cinematographer? Do we know? Oh, I don't know. You know, and me backup phones died, so I can't even check. To be honest with you, some of the cinematography in it seemed okay. And there was parts of yeah. the film I didn't hate. I think, like, I don't want to bash it too much, because I think the film is definitely entertaining. Like, yeah. you're bored watching it, and it looks That's okay, true. and it's competently directed. There's just there's just some bits here and there where you can tell it's a first-time director, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's as if you've got, like, a nice, uh, an okay sort of glass globe or something like that. You've dropped on the floor and sort of botched, jobbed it back together and it just doesn't look right still. Yeah, it's a bit of a mess. <laughs> it's a bit of a, a jigsaw that's been sort of forced together wrongly. <laughs> so, I've, I've, whilst you've been talking, I've looked up the cinematographer for you. Oh, cool, thank you. Um, it's a, a man called Adam Kane. What else has he done? Uh, he's done quite. A, he's, he tends to just do like episodes and stuff of like certain series. He's done like, TV. Yeah, so he's done like um, an episode of like, um, where is it gone now? Um, Grey's Anatomy. Of two episodes of that um, reunion, and the, but I mean nothing that I'd recognize. You might recognize him from, but like Ravenger, The Clearing, Within the Rock. Judgment, Last Gasp, Skateboard Kid 2, Brilliant Disguise. Yeah. Uh, doesn't ring a bell. But he's, but, but he's also got a lot of directing um, to his name. He directed a couple of episodes of uh, American Gods, uh, Star, oh, Trek, really? Star Trek Discovery, uh, Supergirl. Uh, so it's still a working director then? Yeah, yeah. Um, Daredevil from uh, the Netflix series. He did that. Oh, you know what? Though, fair play to him. Like he's been, he's been more directing work than Troy Duffy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Definitely. It really has. Yeah, Obviously, he's a more skilled uh, person, isn't he? Have we looked yeah. at what else uh, Troy Duffy's actually done? No, give, give it a look. Uh, <laughs> he's got he's got um, Boondock Saints one and two to his name, and then a TV series called Luminous. <laughs> When was that? Mm. 2015. Yeah, really. that. yeah I mean, oh, it's fairly recent. Yeah, I don't think he. I mean, he's he's written a few. I barely even anything there. Yeah, he's he's barely done anything to be honest. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, well. I feel a bit bad for Troy. <laughs> yeah, I do, actually. Then again, it was kind of a shit film, though, so I don't feel that sorry for him. I'll tell you one bit that I do like, though. I don't think I mentioned this bit yet, where uh, you go to the hotel to uh, kill, like, nine Russian mobsters or whatever. And, like, this is where, again, like, you can kind of get behind the theory that, like, God's on the side or something because they, yeah. they start... They were like the air vents and start arguing with each other. And I think they start trying to like fight and kick each other and they end up like smashing through the air vent. Yeah. Luckily, luckily the wires tangle them up in a way so like they're perfectly upside down to shoot everyone at the same time. <laughs> Very <laughs> convenient. Some guy, yeah. Isn't some guy having a shit or something like that and they can get him easy or something like that? I can't remember. No, I think you might be talking about um, Ron Gen- Jeremy that... Um, he was, uh, yes. I think he was basically having a wank one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was he? <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, he is Ron Jeremy. But... <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, just the way they were hanging upside down kind of thing. It's quite a cool scene, I thought. It was just very fortunate. It's just the way it all worked out for them kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Well, it did work out quite well, and, and it started off a, a fruitful career for them. Yeah. <laughs> I've only got one more scene to talk about. Like, this is where I really think, like, I feel as if he watched Pulp Fiction and then, like, wrote the scene the same day, just try, trying to rip off Tarantino. Yeah. Can, you guess what, can you guess what I'm going to go to? Uh, oh, I'm gone. Maybe, maybe, maybe when they, when they go into, you know, the, the, the weird, creepy guy's poker game and, and, and like, there's a, and he's in the bathroom and shit like that. Uh, no, not that bit. I know no. what you mean, though. That does feel a bit like things, but the bit where they were the, one of the girl, uh, I think it's Rocco's girlfriend's house, and oh, they right. accidentally shoot the cat. Yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> oh, they shoot the cat. cat yeah, yeah. And it's just a bit like it feels like he thinks that's something that Tarantino would do. Well, he probably would never would, but no. A bit like you know, like how Marvin gets shot out of nowhere in Pulp Fiction. Yeah, and the car goes over a bump. And he's like, yeah, and he shoots him. It just feels like he's trying to do a thing like that where it's like they slam the table and the gun goes off. Like, oh my God, no one expected that. I know. Like, yeah, it was kind of... I, I didn't I wouldn't necessarily say I saw it coming, but when it happened, I was like, I, I kind of did see it coming in hindsight. But Yeah. They do set it up, don't they? They show the cat purpley perched on the table and stuff. Mm. But like, when, when Marvin dies in Pulp Fiction, it's funny. You're like, ah, oh, stupid Marvin kind of thing. Exactly, yeah. I, I, oh, that's the only film I've ever seen Phil Lamar in as well, who's Marvin's character. Who, who played oh, really? Um, I don't know that. Yeah, he played... Um, he, he normally a voice actor, and he, he was Hermes from Futurama. Oh, right. Um, <laughs> Vamp from Metal Gear Solid 2. Right. I, 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 I don't know who the actual actor was until you just mentioned him. Phil Lamar, great guy. But I, I, I've never seen him in another film, I don't think. Like I say, it's one of them where I don't care when Marvin dies because it's just a funny scene. Mm. Like, when this cat dies, I'm like, oh, that poor cat. Like, I know. Yeah. It, it's like, and for no reason, not even a, I think it tries, I think it thinks it's funny, this film, a lot more what, than it yeah. really is. What did you think about the, the bit when uh, Rocco was just having a right go at his, I suppose you might say girlfriend, but the owner of the cat? Yeah. It's, looking back, the attitudes aren't very 
progressive, are they? No, <laughs> although, like, although, like I say, they were, they were, they were very before the times. Uh, with, with yeah, that's true. A, a very leading yeah. gay, gay character, so. Yeah. Well, Which is good, even, fair enough. Even that, though, like, I feel like, again, I'm, I'm on dodgy ground here, I need to word this carefully, mm. but the the kind of lumping the fact he's gay with him dressing as a woman. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like that's like two different things, isn't it? And you know, like yeah, maybe maybe Troy Duffy just thought kind of thing. Oh, it's all the same stuff, and you know, like maybe yeah, you like like okay. yeah. 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 So it just feels a bit like it is progressive in one way, but in another way, it kind of like undoes any stereotypical. I just think I just thought as well. They they, they did a very uh, they did a typical Russian, which is not what a Russian would be like, but. They've just got um, like those Russian people, and they've got a very typical Russian accent, and they're, yeah. they're bad, and they're, they are, and they are the bad guys of the scene as well. Yeah, so they've, they've done the, That's a movie trope, right there, isn't it? That's oh, a trope. to be fair though. I think that is uh, again. I've got to be careful. I don't want the Russians coming after me or anything like that. <laughs> you got the gay like, guys and the Russians. If you're not careful, <laughs> well, the gay Russians are going to be careful with them too. <laughs> Like, I think it comes from a place of truth. Like, the Russians were buying up a lot of New York, New York, New York, weren't they? In like yeah. the 90s and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a true thing that, like, you know, like Russian, like mafias and stuff were buying up a lot of the property and stuff like that. So it's kind of like a real thing that's took there, I think. But true. they are like, they are cartoon Russians, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah it, like, the whole film is basically a cartoon now. It, it, it's a yeah. very, it's a big movie trope, isn't it, that though? Um, um, yeah, yeah, it is. That, 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 the, the typical Russian bad guy villain. Like, I'm sure. I'm sure, yeah, yeah. I'm sure James Bond has probably done it four times. Oh yeah, like uh, what's his name? Who clicks the pen? Boris, who clicks the pen in Goldeneye? Yeah. Or uh, I've got the pen. I am invincible. <laughs> what a line! Yeah. I guarantee if you Google the cast, I bet you any money, two or two of those uh, parts they play are called like Vladimir and Dimitri. Yeah. I did yeah, like. Literally, I did like the bar, the barman, the Tourette's though. I was I like, I, I, when I was watching it, I couldn't decide if it was an actor pretending to have Tourette's or is that actually a guy with Tourette's. And I think it might have actually <laughs> been a guy with Tourette's. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, it's a weird thing to cast, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. The the this Rocco fella. What have I seen him in before? Because I, I I'm sure I've seen him in another film, looking the same with long hair and a beard. Oh, you know what? I didn't recognise him, but I'm sure I googled it afterwards, and I'm sure he was in something else that I've seen, but I can't think now what it is. I feel like he's got crazy eyes, and I've seen him in something else before. He plays a similar sort of character with a beard, yeah. long, scraggly hair. Well, you, you, yeah. maybe John, you, uh, you go with your point. I'll look up what this guy, this guy. Yeah. Is. I was going to ask you how you felt about the final scene in the courtroom when I. Uh, all three of the saints uh, catch up with the can't think what the, the Russian guys actually called the bald one that Jimbo was on about. Oh before. yeah, yeah, in the courtroom. Yeah, <laughs> like it's a. Uh, I thought it was, again, entertaining. I thought it was okay. Like uh, they make a big grand show of executing him in the book in the uh, courtroom. Mm, bit crazy. Right in yeah. front of his mum and everything. Yeah, it's not done, is it? Yeah, but that, that's my uh, last point, to be honest. Well, 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 
uh, one of the last things about the film, like, what would you think about the like right at the end of the film where there was sort of like news crew was interviewing people and saying like, what do you, do you think know, about these? The, the, like, that was that was like, the, like, I felt how fake they were. Like, I, it I, that that kind of ruined it a bit for me. Them bits. Honest, that actually, that's one of the bits that seemed more genuine than the, than some oh, of the no, other bits. There's, there's there's always if there was two people, they was always disagreeing with each other. Yeah, it's like, like like if I if I was with a mate, ninety percent of the time we'd probably agree on that. Kind yeah, of. if you're on on the news camera and you'd be like, "Fuck off!" You wouldn't tell your mate that like, "fuck off" and like they were wrong in front, yeah, on I mean, live TV. If anything, I'd be laughing. I'd just be like, like ah, "Fair enough, mate." <laughs> yeah, not like that. That's ridiculous. Yeah, the the, the, the proper like having arguments and shit. Like, like, are you stupid? Why why would you think that? <laughs> no. And some people are just like saying no comment. So, I mean, I, I like the idea of it, but I think it's sort of like, I don't know. Was it? It wasn't even a comic book. It's it just made it up. And it almost seems like it was based on some sort of weird comic book or something like that. I don't know. I know what you mean. Like, it, I, I liked it that bit at the end, but it does feel a bit like they're really hammering home, like, oh, God, everyone just divided on this. They don't know what to feel kind of thing. You know, yeah, some yeah. people like him, some people hate him kind of thing. Yeah, um, but that reminded me a bit that of like... Uh, Kevin Smith, like he was another big indie director at the time, like a bit of a QT kind of figure. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Like he just on clerks and stuff. It just, that whole bit reminded me of like a Kevin Smith kind of thing. Uh, yeah, but again, I, I liked it. Thought, thought it was a fine way to, to end it kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Interesting ending, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, so, I've I've got I've got your answers. Okay. Yeah. But, um, for the actor who played Rocco. Um, Unless you've seen one of the six films he's in, I'm going to assume that you've not seen him in anything else. Right. But you may have seen one of the films, so let's go through them. Um, he's been in Jake's Corner. Nope. Heard of that. He's been in The Boondock Saints 2. <laughs> nope. Uh, I've heard of that. <laughs> the... Whoa, 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 whoa. Is it part two? Yeah, yeah. They've got the entire cast back. He's dead. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's a flashback or something like that. Have you seen yeah, it? Yeah, maybe. I have seen it, but I don't remember. Um, it's been in The Black Dove and, nope. and Dead in Dead in Five Heartbeats. I've literally never heard of any of them. I'm yeah, just I did. so sure. One, what, Do you know what I, it might be? You, one, have you ever one, seen... I was going to say, Wait, sorry. One. In fact, he's been in, himself in... No, no, that's my thing. Um, but I was going to say a bit of so, so, something you might um, find interesting is the actor's name is David Della Rocco. Spelled exactly the way his character's name is spelled Rocco. So it's, yeah. it's almost like he was playing himself. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know who I think it is? I think it might be, have you seen Lords of War? Nicholas Cage. Yeah. And Jared Leto. Yeah. I think Jared Leto might look like him in that film or something. Maybe. Uh, I just feel like I've seen another film with him looking exactly the same. I don't know. Well, must like I say, I don't think you are. Must be some other guy who looks... No, must be some other guy who looks like him then. Kurt Russell or something. Maybe it's <laughs> Kurt Russell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, guys, do you want to uh, rate it then? Yep. Yeah. I'll let you go first. I'll, I'll jump in... Uh... Being dead boring, right down the middle, I'll give it a 2.5, just purely because it's entertaining. Like, I wasn't bored watching it. It just gets a bit messy at points, and it's a bit weird, and a bit, a bit strangely directed at certain times. But, you know, 
I was perfectly entertained by it. It was totally fine. So, really? yeah, we're a 2.5 out of 5. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Very good. Um, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go a bit higher up. <clears throat> I'll go for a 3.5 out of 5. Like, I, I really enjoy the movie. It's, it's definitely not like... It's probably it's probably not one of my like top films, but but I do really enjoy no. it. Um, yeah, three point five. Like like you say, it's it, it it's clearly not like um, an experienced director and writer. Um, but but yeah, it didn't take away from the movie that much for me. That but yeah, three point five. That's where I'm going. That's all very very generous. I like that, Nick. I like that about you. <laughs> <laughs> generous guy. Thanks, mate. I try. I'm gonna write down what I think Jimbo's gonna give it. Um, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna just um, say mine out loud. Actually, no, fuck it. I'll write mine down. Okay. <laughs> you both. Hang on. Write them down. Hang on. Um. Oh shit! I'm gonna have to do it on my phone. Mm-hmm. You, you, you won't even be able to see it, but let's try anyway. In the meantime, I'm currently drinking a uh, Belgian beer called Nachtstrack. I think that's how you pronounce it. And it's 9% uh, blonde triple, I think. Yeah, it's triple. And it's got a cool picture of a little bird on it. Yeah. Very uh, spooky little label, that. That's good. It's pretty spooky, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, what was the last one you just drank? The, the, the Von Trapp one or whatever it was. Yeah, there's a Trappist, which I think Trappist means it has to have been... Uh, Made by a monk in Belgium in order to have that label on it. So, oh, really? Yeah, that's interesting, isn't it? That was a seven percent one. Still a bit, still a bit tipsy. It, obviously, it was um, it, well, it was Saturday and yesterday. It was like it's Easter Sunday today. Had a few beers last night. Felt a bit felt <laughs> shit all day. I'm not gonna lie. Had a little bit of cheese and I've had uh, a couple of strong ales and a bit of cider, and I actually feel I feel like a million dollars now. I feel feel yeah, well back better. Here. Back on your feet, yeah. <laughs> okay, so are you ready for the scores? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, no. Um Normally, I would say if I could give it a zero out of five, I would. But I think I'm going to be generous and give it a one point five out of five. Oh, shocking! Just that is generous. Just because, I mean, he's a, he's a first-time director. He's done it all himself. Did he fund? He got the funding himself and stuff like that, didn't he? He, 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 fund, he, he got the funding himself, but obviously he was funded yeah. by the yeah. independent movie franchise. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like something like a Borat film, doesn't it? Yeah. Independent studio um, franchise pictures. For <laughs> <laughs> make for make beneficial movie film sort of thing. Uh, yeah, so does that? I think Willem Dafoe was funny in it. I hated not Norman Reedus but the other guy. Sean Patrick Lewis or whatever his name was. Not a big fan. I thought that <laughs> it was roping. In fact I'm gonna give it a one out of five now just to just to remember yes. him. It took it closer to my prediction but I I was just but I will I will say um I I I, I did um um Guess like you'd say you were going to give it a zero. That I did actually. Oh, think, I did actually think you'd say that I, I want to give it a zero. I did, but I didn't I'll give, give it a zero. But 
but but I'll, but I thought you were going to say, but I'll give it a zero point five. But right, you, you no, that's fair enough. <laughs> I did say I, I would give it a zero normally, but with the insignificant little fork, <laughs> Will and Defoe sort of uh, like dancing around, saying there was a fire fight. That was I, fantastic. I love that bit. There was a fire fight. <laughs> <laughs> I completely forgot about it until you said it. It's beautiful. <laughs> But it was a laugh, and uh, yeah, one out of five. Cool, cool. I'm happy with that. <laughs> John, like, like the listeners can't see this, but John looks genuinely made up of himself. <laughs> <that> he gets... <laughs> did, you, did you guess it right then, John? Yeah. Yeah. Just to prove Fair it, enough. one star I wrote down there. Can you see that? Fair play. Yeah, I can see. Yeah. <laughs> Fair play. Great stuff. Right then, do you want to get into uh, anything else you've watched, guys? Absolutely. Yeah. I'll let you two go first because I don't, I don't think I've. Right, no, uh, I have. I'll kick it off if that's okay. <clears throat> yep. I watched uh, just last night, watched Godzilla v Kong, rented from Amazon Prime. I'd be grudge paying the rental prices, but I just thought, oh. I don't know what else to do, is this? Yeah, exactly. It's Easter weekend. I thought, fuck it, I'm doing it. That's why I stuck mm-hmm. it on. Yeah, and I mentioned before, I really liked it. I had quite a bit of fun with it. Okay. I was thinking the worst going in because that King of the Monsters, the last one, just bored me silly. Like, I a bit roguey on it, that, yeah. Yeah, not a big fan of that one. So, but like, uh, sorry, go on, John. Sorry, it's, this, this one's directed by Adam Wingard. Who like is a bit of a small indie director? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I was reading actually. Um, sorry, I'll let you continue. But I was reading today that uh, um, Peter Jackson handpicked him to do a sequel to his King Kong movie. Oh um, really? Yeah. So, um, so, so, so like that's kind of how he managed to uh, get this gig because oh, that's he, pretty interesting. Though. Back back in like 2012 or whenever it was, um, he was handpicked by Peter Jackson to do a sequel to his one. So. Uh, right. Are there any of Peter Jackson one in there at all? What, what? Not totally. But uh, maybe this is like Adam Wingard is a bit of a small director. He did like Your Next, the horror film, which I thought yeah, was great. Yeah. Mm. And he did The Guest as well, which I loved. Another small horror film. And he also did The Blair Witch remake, which I didn't love as much, but still, it wasn't that bad. Yeah. But uh, he, this is maybe why Jackson went for him because he brings like a bit of like that kind of smaller director sensibility to it kind of thing. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's still like a big, dumb, stupid monster film. You know, like, it's not like... Mm. An art, it didn't make an art house film or anything, but just a couple of little bits, like uh, like Kong is basically the main character of the film. Like, you, you follow Kong all the way through. And it starts off with him, like, just waking up in the morning kind of thing and going to his routine. And he's, like, wakes up with the stretches and stuff and has a shower, like, under the water, before it falls. Like oh, I don't like that. Like, he's just, like, waking up for work or something. Like, yeah, it's really good. Yeah. I like I that. imagine that's, that's probably more, like, Wingard stuff he brought to it, like, you know, like, smaller stuff like that. But what, what, yeah, whilst, like, whilst you're talking of Wingard, like, as I was saying before, like, the, the interview I was talking about, though, um, Adam Wingard actually said that... It, Adam Wingard, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. He actually said that, like, um, like he's hoping now that he's got he's got this gig and he's made this film, he's going to be able to start making smaller films. He's hoping that the success of this film will allow him to make the small film. So I think he he kind of wants to be a small time director. 
but yeah. um, but with kind of more um, budget you know, power. Yeah, more budget and more power. Yeah, that kind of. Yeah, so he's done this basically just to like get the get the kind of kudos behind him to actually uh, go and Make, do stuff. What's to do, kind of thing. Ex- exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the beginning of the film set on Skull Island, is it? Where the, the last King Kong film was set. I can't tell you. That's a spoiler, right? Okay. Uh, but he it starts off with him on a show and stuff like like a daily routine, just little bits like that. Like there's a bit later on. I'm sure you've seen the trailers where Kong and Godzilla fight on an aircraft carrier, like just little bits in that fight that are like quite inventive that like were nowhere to be seen in, in King of the Monsters, the last film. There's loads of aircraft carriers lined up in the ocean, and when the, he's fighting Godzilla. And Godzilla's obviously got the advantage because he can breathe underwater and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like during the fight, like Kong's like having to like hop between these aircraft carriers, like like he's jumping over stones or something kind of mm-hmm. thing. That's pretty it's cool. A cool. Cool little visual thing, like it's you know like like a kid like a pop scotch or something, just like hopping over these aircraft carriers. Yeah. Traditionally, King Kong is quite a bit smaller than Godzilla, isn't he? Yeah, I think he still is. I think they made him twenty or thirty feet smaller. But obviously, compared to like Peter Jackson's King Kong and stuff, he's way bigger than he was back then. Godzilla is like fucking on, on the nineteen ninety eight Godzilla. <clears throat> the best thing about the nineteen ninety eight Godzilla, other than the soundtrack, the, the Rage Against the Machine and Jimmy Raquai songs, which yeah, are, Jimmy Raquai, I think, the two best things to come out of that film. The, the yeah. teaser trailers where there's like all oh, kids at a uh, <clears throat> museum. And there's like this is the Tyrannosaurus Rex, the skeleton is like the, <clears throat> the largest like land like dinosaur, carnivorous land dinosaur or whatever. And then the, the, the Godzilla's foot just smashes down and like just destroys the skeleton and stuff. But King Kong was probably about the same size as a as a T Rex, wasn't he? Yeah, about, about thirty feet. Yeah. But King Kong's supposed to be fucking that huge. Was nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was massive. <laughs> So they sort of shrunk them, shrunk one of them down, or made the other bit bigger, or whatever. They've sort of made them a similar size now. Yeah, I think they've just sized up Kongs. So was more of a threat kind of thing, like. But yeah. But yeah. Um, uh, how how many bananas would an animal the size of King Kong need to consume per day in order to survive? I feel like he's only one bit. Oh, oh, sorry, they show you one bit when he's eating fish, and he eats like an entire handful of fish in one go, kind of thing. So right. I feel yeah, like some, yeah, I feel like some of that big would need to be constantly eating. I don't think it'd ever be able to stop eating. It'd have no. to, like Although, just 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 to run some of that size. I think King Godzilla gets away with a bit. I think I'm, I'm pretty sure that um, lizards and cold-blooded creatures like crocodiles they don't have to eat as much, do they? The metabolisms are a bit slower. I think crocodiles yeah. can like. Eat one big meal a year and get away with it. Sort yeah, of thing. yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Not sure about iguanas. I, I think, I think, King, I think King, King Kong should probably uh, have to be just eating bananas and fish and whatnot, just constant, constant stream, just yeah. straight in. We're not even going to talk about the mechanics of you can't just scale up an animal and expect it to still be able to walk and stuff. <laughs> yeah, just, just, just function the same. <laughs> yeah. Well, like in, uh, in Skull Island, they show you uh, a bit when he eats an octopus, like the bit out of old boy. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's like a live octopus, yeah. That's, did, it wrap, yeah. did it wrap around his face, King Kong's face? Yeah, it was that stuck to his face for a bit, yeah. yeah. How uh, big was this fucking octopus? Just a, a giant octopus, yeah, like a Kong octopus, basically. And there's a bit in this film... 
he, he rips off someone's head in this film and like eats the innards and stuff like. Hmm. So I feel like he's eating on the He's constantly scranning. He's just getting that yeah. getting the nutrients. Pretty much, pretty much. But does it explain how why Kong is so big? It's just the Titan, just like Godzilla. But Godzilla was like nuclear or something, wasn't he? Or yeah, but that's a good point. Yeah, I think he's yeah. There's just like a race of like kaiju. I think it's just just a big monkey. <laughs> just a big monkey. <laughs> Big monkey boy, yeah. <laughs> is this a world where Jane sort of doesn't exist? Is it Jane? What's what's his little wife called? Yeah, she doesn't like uh, the closest they got to it was Brie Larson's character in a uh, in Skull Island, the photographer woman. Yeah, that's right. Is yeah. Skull Island the Peter Jackson one? No, no, no. That's just King Kong, that the Peter Jackson. Ah, one. right. Is it like yeah. two thousand four or something like that? The only for. Jack Black. Yeah, I think it was five. Was it? Crimbo. That was a good film. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, a bit, bit long. Andy Serkis was, was Kong, wasn't he? He was, yeah. <coughs> yeah. <coughs> he was actually in the film as well. Yeah, as the chef character. Yeah. I actually yeah. really like Peter Jackson's King Kong. I think it's probably the best remake that they could have done at the time, I think. Yeah, I do like it. I don't think it's up there with the Hobbit films, but... Is, uh... <laughs> yeah, good one. <laughs> but yeah, there's a couple of other bits in this, like where again with the aircraft fight, Kong's throwing like uh, fighter jets, like darts at Godzilla and stuff, and uh, you know what I mean, just just little bits like that, like a visual humor and stuff. And like one one bit after an underwater fight, he comes up to the deck of the ship and like coughs up all the water. Like the water just there's so much water he's coughed up, it washes everything away off the deck, kind of thing. Oh, that's pretty cool. Like helicopters yeah. and shit flying away. Or... Yeah, all, all helicopters and planes just getting yeah. washed off the, off the deck. But yeah, and the film's only like an hour fifty, one hour fifty minutes as well. So it's like doesn't outstate's welcome. You know what I mean? It feels I like, like that. yeah, it leaves you wanting more if anything. So it's like yeah. I often when I Google a film, I sometimes type in like top ninety minute films and stuff because sometimes I want to watch a film for an hour and a half. I don't want to watch like. A, Sometimes I've been put off watching films that are like two and a half hours long. Unless yeah. I'm in the mood for it, you've got to, you've got to, got to be in a mood for film like that. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't yeah. think you'll be uh, too into Justice League then, mate. <laughs> yeah. I, oh fuck me! How long's that? Four hours. Four hours. <laughs> oh, the TV series though. No. It's a no film. The, 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 <laughs> what? The, the Zack Snyder one that um, came out a few weeks ago. Yeah, Zack Snyder. Yeah, I thought it was a TV series. No, yeah, it, it was originally supposed to be released in episodes, which is why it's, on the film it's presented as parts one through five. But uh, oh, but it was released in just one go as a movie. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, I'd rather shit on my hands and clap. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like like uh, GVK as we'll call it. Uh, give it three out of five. Probably a bit low with that, but it's just I'm a bit, a bit wary of overrating it kind of thing. So give it a three three stars out of five. Nice. Very good, very good. You anyone else got anything? Do you watch anything lately, Nick? Oh well, I, I, see, I can't think of anything apart from the the one film I watched this morning, which it, it's barely even worth mentioning, but I'll mention it anyway because just so I've got something to talk about. Um, yeah. I, I went on Netflix earlier today and, and, and came across a movie. It's actually quite a star-studded movie called uh, The Tower Heist. Uh, is it is it just Tower Heist or The Tower Heist? It might be just Tower Heist, to be fair. With Ben Stiller? Ben Stiller. Um, yeah, yeah. 
Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy, yeah. Bloody um, um, fucking other people. <laughs> I think comedy was, actors. Uh, yeah, that, uh, by Brett Ratner. Who? Uh, Brett Ratner, who did like uh, Red Dragon. Oh, right. He was a bit of a hip director in the, the 2000s. He did like uh, X-Men 3, the last stand film. Oh, did he? Yeah, but it's, it's not the best director kind of thing. But yeah, I mean, yeah. K-ish films, aren't they? Red I, I, Dragon and I mean, Red Dragon and X-Men 3 were kind of like the lower echelons of the of the significant franchise. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think it, was, it was. I didn't hate the movie, but it was it was it was wasn't great either. But it was alright. Funny you mentioning <laughs> that because. Tower Heist, it came out about 10 years ago, I think. Was it like 2011 or 2012? I think so, yeah. It was the, literally the first movie to premiere at home on the same day it opened in theatres. Like, they were yeah. trialling. They were using that to trial the thing of, like, you can rent this at home at the same time as in the theatres. As in, as in, like... Uh, as in, like, Godzilla Last Night kind of thing. Well, was it, was it, like, a Netflix one or what? No, you just had to rent it on like iTunes or Amazon, oh, anything like that. Oh, interesting. It was not right. Sure, I swear the rental fees were like way higher back then. They were charging like 40 quid or something. Oh, really? Fuck off. Really? Yeah. I their, their logic, yeah, their logic was that like if you've got like four kids and like two adults, the tickets for that would cost like, you know, 70 quid or something. So, yeah. I'm sure they charge like quite a bit for it, and not sure no one rented it. <laughs> yeah, no one's. Well, a lot of people aren't that stupid, really, are they? Yeah. It was. It was an alright film. Like um, I, I gen, in general don't like Ben Stiller as an actor. I don't think he's a very good actor. But um, no. but was, yeah, I like some of his films. I think Tropic was, Thunder. Yeah, but he was alright in there. He weren't. Like he, he, weren't he, he weren't terrible in there. It, I think it was Meet the Parents that. Um, Helped build my hate for him as an actor. Oh, really? You don't like that? I, I just don't think he's very good in it. <laughs> and it was the demise of Robert De Niro, really, wasn't it? Doing yeah, stupid stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't mind Ben Stiller, but I know what you mean. Like, in terms of his acting, he's very much in that kind of uh, typecast kind of. He just plays the affable kind of goofy guy, don't he? In everything. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, Ben Stiller, basically, in every film. Like. Well, yeah, exactly. But he's just an idiot, though, isn't he? Like, um, and, like, he doesn't even play, like... like if if, he, if they try and put him in, like, a serious role with, like, like opposite fucking Jennifer Aniston or something as a as yeah. as, as her, like, husband or something. Um, I, like he, in... He doesn't, what's that film where he was, where he was like, a National did, Geographic photographer or something? Oh, I don't know. But, like, he, he, doesn't, he doesn't play a... Uh, like a husband very well he doesn't he, he, he just he, i don't believe that he's her husband or that he's a father it just he, he just doesn't come across correct i don't know yeah i think the secret life of walter mitty or something i think it was called and that wasn't the worst film ever i like the idea of it but i think he was just it was cringy to watch mm. him trying to do a serious role mm. yeah no. um but yeah um it was, it was an all right film um, I, I, I probably wouldn't rate it too highly, but yeah, that's that's my movie mention anyway. <laughs> yeah, cool, cool. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've got a couple of films I've watched, but there's just going to be sort of honourable mentions. I don't think I'm going to go into too much detail. Yeah, no worries. Um, watched A Knight's Tale recently. Oh, excellent! Yeah, you know, some 
It's funny that you mention this because I've watched this for the first time very recently. Oh, really? Yeah. With the first uh, time? Yeah, for the first time. So it was, this is the one with like Paul Bettany and uh, Vision and and uh, Joker. Yeah. The, re- the reason I watched it, um, I'll, I'll let you carry on with what you're going to say, but the reason yeah. I watched it was because I was on, I think it was Reddit, it was a Reddit um, post about WandaVision um, and yeah. talking about how good Paul Bettany is. Um, and someone went, if you want to see how good Paul Bettany is, watch A Knight's Tale. Um, so, yeah. uh, so, God, I'm good. Yeah, and, and like, and like the, the description was like, if you just want to see Paul Bettany is like just, just, just come into a movie, just start bollock naked, and then just take take over the movie, watch <clears> that <throat> film, and he, he really does. He's so good in it. And uh, I, yeah, I does, he play, uh, does he play Wordsworth in the film? Is that what the character is called? Don't I think so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I, literally, Emily pointed out to me, me and Emily were watching it, and she said, that's Vision. And I was like, yeah. oh, yeah. I didn't recognise him with the, without the red face paint and, on. And, and obviously the late um, fingers in it as well, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, Heath Ledger, yeah. The, the, the late Heath Ledger, yeah. He was and, good in uh, that. He was, he was fantastic. As well. Who was that, sorry? Mark Addy from Game of Thrones in the full monster. He's the other fat guy. Yeah. 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 The chubby the, the, the <laughs> fella. I like him. Yeah, I think yeah. he was really, really good in full monster as well. Amazing. Um, is Heath Ledger English? Was Heath Ledger English? Australian? No. Yeah, Australian. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. But it's, it seems like quite a British cast, doesn't it? Well, I think the, the in, in 10 Things I Hate About You, they actually reference his actual accent. And she's like, why do you talk like that? It's like, I was born in Australia, but I moved here when I was like three or something. Oh, so I see. That's, that's why he's a bit like muddled kind of thing. Though. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah, it's a shame about Heath Ledger. Um, but yeah, good film. I liked it. And I love the, the bit where the, um, the the lady who's the blacksmith, she um, has like Nike, she puts like a Nike tick on his armour. Yeah. <laughs> like to make his mark sort of thing. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I thought that was okay. And the two, the two, uh, oh sorry, the two, uh, the princess and her servant, just like stunning as well. It's yeah, like, yeah, that's they're uh, good in it. They're funny in it as well, and they're both just like smoking too. She's a uh, Shannon Silsimon. She was a big like it girl in the early two thousands. Really? Yeah, she was in that horror film One Miss Call mm. as well. Mm. Okay. I think she's from like Hawaii or somewhere, isn't she? I don't know, is she the... An exotic, yeah. an exotic look to her, but lovely. I remember finding her. Remember finding the bit that sad when uh, he does he does he find his father and he's blind. He's yeah. Think so. sure oh he yeah, he, he actually does, doesn't he? Yeah, and he is blind. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's really a really emotional scene. That plot is quite good. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. It's she was a bit of a bitch though because she she said at one point she was like, if you if you if you really love me, you'll lose. But losing a game of jousting could be like life and death. So, I know. and then later on in the film, she's like, "Oh, this is all my doing." And he's like, "Well, yeah, it is actually. You fucking, you're an idiot. You made me get battered with a, with a, a wooden I know what, what a request that is. Like, I know. Come on, silly request. Yeah, no, there wasn't none of that. Um, but it's yeah. worth mentioning. Sorry, I don't know if you just mentioned it then, but it's one of the first films to have that kind of like crossover kind of culture where like it was kind they, of mo- modern with yeah with, with uh 
like eight, um, old stuff. So like, yeah, you could exactly. compare it to Black Knight, couldn't you, with um, Martin Lawrence? They were singing a song, weren't they? Was it a Nirvana? No, it was a Queen song, wasn't it? Queen, yeah, yeah, like yeah, and that like, was too, though. there's another one as well. There's another popular song in it. I can't think now what it was, but. Yeah. I think that's class. I think it, it was really well done for what it was. It's just a bit of a laugh, but it's like, it's cool. I quite like yeah, it. Quite I, like I, I, I quite, what, what would you rate it? Um, Probably like three three out of five, I'd say. That's a solid score from you, that. It is, yeah. but the only thing is it was a bit drab. I mean, it's a bit like you know, Dodgeball or one of them films where it's about like a sport that they've got to, and it felt like the whole film was just set at a jousting tournament. It's kind of, it did drag a little bit. That, but I do think that oh, yeah. it feel like that was the point. But oh, I know that. I know. Oh, the, the point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's cool to see Vision in a film again. I think. Mean, what, what's another film that? Um, what's his name again? Paul Bettany. Vision. Yeah. What, what other stuff has he been in? Oh, he's oh, been God, in quite been a few in. things, but not the Marvel. Yeah. Obviously, not the Marvel stuff, but. Oh, that's no, also no. Avengers. In Avengers, he was in Avengers 2. <laughs> Avengers 2. <laughs> Iron, Man, Iron Man 1, Iron Man 2, Iron Man 3. <laughs> Is he doing anything like more serious? Or? Um, yeah, he definitely has, but um, I mean, if you want that, I can, I can have a quick look at it before we go to a break. Yeah, he, was in a, he was in Star Wars, he was in Wimbledon. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually not a bad film, that Wimbledon with Kirsten Dunst. I don't know if you've seen that. Yeah. Oh, talking to Curse and Dunst just quickly, I saw um, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind again recently. Uh, love the love the, the concept of the film. I think it's similar to what Nick was saying before about um, Ben Stiller. It's just difficult seeing a, a comedy actor in a, in a serious role. Yeah. It's Jim Carrey, like, I think he kind of struggled with it a little bit. Oh, really? I think he is good in that, though. That and The Truman Show. Like, I yeah, think I love pretty- Truman Show. That's one of his best works. This is best film, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, yeah. that and um, me, myself, and Irene absolutely love that film. <laughs> I love that film. <laughs> yeah, that's Great. class. Mm. He's been in a lot of films, uh, Paul Bettany. Oh, he was in Master of Commander, wasn't he? I, I could continue John's joke and just go through all the, the Marvel films. <laughs> but, um, he was in Solo, apparently, a Star Wars film. Yeah, yeah, he's the bad guy in Solo, yeah. He was in... Of he was, course he was, yeah, he was, wasn't he? He was in Legend, the uh, Tom Hardy uh, film. Yeah, where... I biography about them. Cray Twins, was it? Yeah, that Cray Twins, yeah. That was yeah. the one. He was in The Da Vinci Code. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was the, uh, the priest, the evil priest, like Darth yeah. Maul. He, he was in Legion. He was an evil priest. No, he's a good priest in that. <laughs> Transcendence. That was that was a bit of a shit one. That was the Johnny Depp one, was it? Yeah. Yeah. He's been in quite. He's been in quite a lot of films that you'd kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Never seen I don't know. I didn't know he was in that. That's Robert Downey Jr. That. Uh, oh yeah, it is, isn't it? It was Jimmy in it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. But yeah. Um, He's, he's been in his fair share of movies. But whilst we're talking of Paul Benton, he actually thought, um, before he got the call for Iron Man, he thought his, his career was over. He thought he, he was he basically not going to be an actor anymore. It's much like Robert Downey Jr., his career kind of got saved by the Marvel Universe. <laughs> well, I didn't know that. 
So maybe that's why I've not seen many of his stuff. It's like he was big in the nineties and early two thousands, and then yeah, came back exactly. in the Marvel films. Exactly, yeah. I just feel like the Marvel films are just something I'm never gonna bother with. It seems like too much of an investment now. Oh, it definitely is an investment. Like, I mean, there's already like what twenty movies or something, and now they've got. Yeah, I mean, and now they've got about um, fifteen ser- Disney Plus series on the way, and yeah. more movies. Fair enough. People, there's a lot, people there's like a lot. them. There's a lot. People like them, but I mean, I, I, I'm not a big fan. I mean, when it comes to Marvel films, I, I always, when I was younger, I used to like Spider-Man and X-Men. But when it comes to the modern ones, I think I liked Ant-Man. Ant-Man. Um, Deadpool wasn't bad, and uh, Guardians of the Galaxy wasn't too bad. But I think Ant-Man's probably the best one I've seen in recent years. I'm not sure yeah. who agree on that. It's a good movie. I enjoyed it. Okay, guys, I've just got a quick TV show, if that's okay. Uh, I don't know if you've heard about this. I watched uh, Alan versus Farrow, which uh, aired a couple of weeks ago. It was, I think it was on, like, uh, maybe HBO in the US, and Sky got it on a, on Now TV over here. That's where I watched it. It's a documentary about Woody Allen allegedly abusing his daughter, Dylan Farrow. Like sexually or... Was it was it his daughter yeah. or his like like stepdaughter? Oh. Well, this is the thing. Like, there's it, it's like wheels within wheels. The, uh, the Farrow family was quite it, a big family. Didn't he end up marrying his stepdaughter or something? Was... That was that was a different stepdaughter. Oh right, okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, I might well just, I, I'll just throw out the actual history of like what definitely happened. Woody Allen was going out with Mia Farrow, who previously went out with Andre Previn, the composer, who's been on like. Morgan and Wise and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, and Mia Farrow adopted a lot of children with Andre Previn. And she kind of carried that on with, with Woody Allen. So she'd already adopted Soon Yi, her like Asian adoption adopted daughter, before she got together with Woody Allen. And while they were together, Woody Allen then had an affair with Soon Yi when I believe she was in the late teens, maybe. And they then ended up getting married, and he was, like, in his 50s. Uh, and they're married now, still, to this day, Woody Allen and Soon Yi. Uh, but another adopted daughter that he had with Mia Farrow, called Dylan Farrow, has accused him of abuse, like, sexual abuse. Yeah. And it's, like, a four-part documentary. It's all... It, I've, this is the thing, it's very one-sided. It's uh, all from the Farrell family's side. They asked Woody Allen for comment, but he refused to take part and stuff like that. <coughs> Understandably so, so. Yeah, well, it's one of them you think, like, would it be better if he took part and, and stood up for himself? Yeah. Or... Set the record straight or something. Yeah, because they have recordings of him, of, like, phone calls between him and Mia Farrell back at the time. And he doesn't sound... Like a great individual, (laughs) (laughs) it doesn't paint him in a good light at all. But it is one of them. Like I'm sure I've had phone calls where I've sounded like a bit of an arse kind of thing, you know. And you're only hearing one side of the story. Yeah. But a lot of what Dylan Farrell says definitely doesn't sound good. Like she uh, recounts incidents and stuff as a child, and just like uh, like this is documented facts. Like Woody Allen was seeing a psychiatrist at the time to help him because he had issues with his uh, with his relationship with his daughter knowing his 
he knew his relationship was too intense with Dylan Farrow. Like this is all documented that he was seeing a psychiatrist at the time mm. about, about it. Yeah. So it, it definitely doesn't look good, like in terms of Woody Allen. But uh, it's a really, it's a really interesting documentary. It's just a bit too one-sided to be like a you know to a true draw, documentary. Yeah. yeah, to draw any conclusions from it. But the, uh, but you know, yeah, yeah, definitely worth a watch. Like Dylan Farrell seems to have been. There are there are a few things in there that you that you, you watch and think. There's no way around that. That is like, the 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 pro- they've proved that there, you know, that is that is weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just the fact that he went on to marry his other stepdaughter doesn't help. No, <laughs> not at all. No. <laughs> and he didn't take part in the documentary sort of thing. Yeah. So. But uh, I've never been a big fan of Woody Allen anyway. I've never really watched any of his works and. I'm exactly the same. Like I've seen about two of his films. I just it totally passed me by the Woody Allen thing. Uh, like in Manhattan, he plays like a forty-two-year-old bloke going out with a seventeen-year-old. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's a film that he wrote and directed, and it's just like mm, creepy. I, I know it was, yeah, I know it was a different time, but when I feel was, like was big in the seventies and stuff. Was he Woody I think Manhattan was like late seventies, early eighties. Yeah, yeah. So I just feel like he had issues with young women. Yeah. yeah. But uh, like the the big takeaway for me from the documentary was one of the interviewees is Ronan Farrell, who is the only uh, actual natural born child of Woody Allen and Mia Farrell. Right. He is now a uh, investigative journalist, and he comes across as a really impressive individual. Like he was the one who broke the Harvey Weinstein stuff. Oh really? Wow. That got, that got him sent down. Yeah. He was anti nonce then. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Definitely. And I feel like this whole documentary's happened because he got involved. Like Dylan Farrell had a, the daughter had a story to tell and Ron Farrell's come along and said, like, I'll help you make this documentary to get your story out there. So is he so is he like um not in contact with his father then or No, none, none of the family are, none of them talked oh, right. to Interesting. Like he pursued at the time, he pursued wanting more contact with Dylan and she didn't want anything to do with him kind of thing. Oh right, interesting. She's not spoken to him for like what thirty years or whatever it is. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, Ronan Farrow. Uh, I've got one of his books actually. After watching the documentary, I'm going to give that a go because he does seem like quite an impressive individual. Uh, yeah, it's worth a watch. You know, if you're at all interested in the story, kind of thing. It's just one of them where, like, you know, there's, there's no like conclusive thing at the end saying this definitely happened. You know, you, you'll have to make up your own kind of mind, but. There's a lot of persuasive arguments in there that's, that will be hard to argue Review. against. Yeah. yeah. So is it similar to, I mean, I, I didn't watch the um, R. Kelly one, but I believe that was pretty much a similar sort of thing, wasn't it? It was very one-sided. I don't think R. Kelly had anything to do with the making of the documentary, either, did he? Uh, I'm not seeing that one. There's a, there's a Britney Spears one on Now TV as well called Framing Britney Spears that I really want to watch. Well, a dad, uh, apparently she's literally come out recently and just, like, sort of, like, fucked the dad off, hasn't she, sort of thing, because he was, like, in control of the finances and, like, in control of her life, it seems. He seems like a bit of an arsehole. Yeah, he's, yeah, I saw recently, yeah. he's, uh, trying to, he's trying to sue her, I think, trying to get her to pay for <laughs> legal um, expenses because Jesus. of, because of, I mean, it's where she, she's basically trying to um, get control of her own kind of finances from him. And he's, Good. And he's suing her for the for the legal fees. <laughs> it, sounds like, uh, it, it, it sounds like an absolute bell end, doesn't it? 
There's a it's similar thing with Amy Winehouse. Amy Winehouse's dad was something similar, I believe, as well. Mm-hmm. So it's a bit different that one. Like with the Britney thing, I think it's because by by court of law, she was appointed that she couldn't control her own finances. You know what I mean? She was that back in the 2000s, she was off the rails that much. That, Alcoholic, yeah. heroin addict, and stuff. Like the courts literally stepped in and said, like, there's a word for it when someone's in, in control of your finance, and I can't think what the word is now, but right. that happened That happened because she was off the rails. Maybe now yeah. she's at a point where she can't actually manage her own thing again, you know what I mean? Like, she wants yeah. to control it. Yeah. And he's fighting against it, maybe. Because, like, she's been living for the last, like, 15 years just being given spends, basically. You know, yeah. like... Pocket money, sort of thing. Yeah, she's just given pocket money to live off, kind of thing. Like, what's happened to her daughter? Oh, child, to say. What's that? Sorry, she had a child, didn't she, Britney Spears? Oh, did yeah, she? a couple of kids, aren't she? What but, happened uh, to them? I think she still got. She still lives with them now and stuff. Yeah. But it's just this thing whereby, like, she's given enough money for, for earning this to live and to look after the kids. Yeah. But yeah. She, she can't control her own finances or anything like that. Fair mm. enough. Yeah. A bit twisted, well, I, it? We don't know what goes on behind closed doors, do we? Yeah, again, I'll watch this documentary and see what uh, what it, you know what it covers. What's the name of that documentary, John? Uh, Framing Britney Spears. I think Dreaming it's Britney Spears. Uh, Framing. Framing, sorry. And what's yeah. the Woody Allen one? Uh, Allen versus Farrell. They're both on now TV. All right. But yeah, has anybody else got anything they want to mention? Yeah, the the, the, the last one I is another documentary. I don't know if any of you've seen Sea Spiracy. I do you know something? No. I, I watched that this week. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm very interested it's, to hear your opinion of it. Yeah, no, no. Uh, but one thing that annoyed me, like my mate, I was telling my mate Jess, and she was saying, like, why don't they call it conspiracy? I said the exact same uh. thing. They, 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 they proper missed the trick with that, didn't they? Yeah, I've missed a trick, or there was some like legal reason why they couldn't. Maybe there's already a documentary called Conspiracy. That, that would have been. Yeah, I was like, conspiracy. Come on, that's like such a fucking mouthful. Yeah. They fucking oh, lost it. They dropped the ball there, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping that it was a legal reason why they couldn't do it. It seems like yeah. quite a switched-on fella. What, what, what did you, have think you, have of... you? Sorry, have you seen it, John? No, I've seen it on Netflix and not watched it yet, but I'm definitely interested. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely worth a watch. It was, it was an eye-opener, really. I didn't realise it was so bad. I mean, Nick, you're a vegetarian, aren't you? And you, you, you don't eat fish or anything either, do you? I've, I've, even when I ate meat, I never eat fish. So, um, right. So, so, but, so, I mean, so, I do. I, I mean, I've got to admit, like, when I was watching I was like, oh, thank God for this. I'm not a part of the problem. <laughs> I, I mean, though, I mean, uh, no, but, no, <laughs> no, no, I know I am. I know I know. I, I, that was just a momentary thing. I was like, yes, I'm no, I'm not a part of the problem. But yes. I, 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 I will say, when I was watching it, though, that um, um, he kept hammering this thing home, the, the, the creator of the documentary, saying that, like, Basically, all these charities and stuff are kind of um, they've got an agenda. Like on the front, they might they might be like, "Let's save the planet," but in reality, they've got an agenda. And ninety five percent of the time, that agenda is money. Yeah. Um, but I, but but I couldn't I couldn't shake it. I was like, "But what's your agenda then? Like, are, are, are you are you trying to defame these like fish companies um, for your own monetary gain or what?" I, I, I couldn't figure that out, but. I, I genuinely, I think he's a genuine bloke from just from the, obviously I don't know anything about the bloke who made the documentary, but it seems genuine. 
the, the only he thing that is he got famous on like Instagram and stuff and TikTok or probably oh, or whatever he, yeah. the kids are watching these days from picking up litter on the beaches and stuff like that, which people do, which yeah, is good. Yeah. I'm glad people do that. But the, the part of it that they were saying that like most of the the, the biological, no, sorry, the non-biological waste and plastics and things like that that come from the sea are uh, as a direct result from the fishing industry. When yeah, people yeah. say like ban plastic straws and stuff, it's like literally the stuff that normal people are putting into the oceans, which is bad. Is literally just the tip of the iceberg. The, like, yeah, this is this, this, this is yeah, <laughs> this is it's the, fishing uh, tackle this, and stuff and like nets this is, and well, stuff. Yeah, is really this is the, the thing worst. that that I took from it the most was that like one of the guys said, um, "What did he say?" No, he said, "He said if we got rid of all plastics and microplastics out of the ocean today, like um, like completely cleared it, the 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 seas would still be fucked because." of the uh the the, the nets that um the, so the fisheries what they'll do when they're fishing they'll they'll just yeah. they'll throw the nets overboard won't they and because these nets are designed to catch and kill to catch animals fish, yeah um they are still doing that when they're not um of course the net is a net it's still going to catch animals ex- exactly exactly so um and, and i think i think the act is stated that there's enough net in the oceans slash seas um yeah. to to wrap around the planet six times i think it said yeah it was it's quite um, shocking some of the some of the statistics in this thing and one of the worst ones was going back to before about even if you're a vegetarian even if you don't eat fish you're still funding it because it's subsidized from tax so it's mad isn't it even yeah. if you yeah, it, it, the, the government gives these fisheries money, and that's not even talking about sort of like these, you know, the, the, what they call it, the environmentally the dolphin friendly stuff. That's not even true, is it? Because um, that, that, even that the was, bloke, the CEO said he couldn't even prove that, that it actually was dolphin friendly. Yeah, that bit um, you're sorry, on just about. Going back that bit you're on about, about the money and stuff, the subsidisation. Um, th- that was shocking, and they said that I think the figure was something stupid, like like three point something billion a year goes towards this, which really is the same figure that could like basically solve world hunger if they put did, the money to, to, to good use. S- they do say that, don't they? That um, I think they said three point five billion um, could yeah. sol- solve world hunger, and it's three point yeah. six billion that they're putting into the fishing exactly. industry. Exactly. So, but like, what the fuck? But like when they're going around interviewing all the people, so like. Is the dolphin the Somalian thing. pirates and things like that the way that yeah, Somalian pirates but, sort of like they, they, the, they were forced into that. They're like, I'm the captain now, like Captain yeah. Phillips. That, <laughs> but that the, guy originally, his family would have been fishermen, but because yeah, they're being yeah. pushed out by the big, big companies, that they're not able to do that. They must have to turn to crime. Yeah, but like um, the, you know, the the dolphin safe guy, like the interview didn't him, yeah. didn't he? And the um, they said, what was it? They said now they uh, he was like, so how can you assure? That um that these fish are dolphin safe. Oh, we can't show that. It's like, but yeah. like, can you like, can you not like send them along? So, yeah, yeah, we can send them along. But um, like they're easily bribed and stuff. So, so, yeah. so it's... I, I, one thing like Emily said, like that guy's a dick, and I was like, I don't think he is. He was just he was being honest. He was like, we can't prove anything. We can't guarantee anything's good for the environment. He was just saying, look, I don't know. Like I know I'm the you know the spokesperson for this like. Dolphin friendly alliance. There's a few companies that they stick on labels. But yeah, there's there was a weird interview with another company. It was like the uh, I think it was like the 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 most popular um, charity that's um, trying to save the planet by clearing like the. Uh, microplastics and they were interviewing they didn't even want to know did they they were like yeah. fuck off I don't, the it, cameras off all they said was like all they asked was 
why are you, do you not mention the nets? Or you, you don't even have a single mention of the nets. You just talk about it's microplastics. Hashtag, hashtag don't, don't fuck plastic straws and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Like... Even though these plastic straws, like I said before, if they cleared all of them out of the oceans, like they wouldn't even be, it wouldn't even be. Touch the like, side, would it? One touch the side, the ocean just still be That's the same with everything. And every every all these big corporations, the governments are saying that we're the ones to blame because we're we're using too much plastic. We're doing, but actually, these big companies are the ones that are actually making far more of an environmental impact. They're damaging the world and blaming it on us. And and but but they're funded as well by these charities and stuff, aren't they? Like I think it went into the fact that these charities that are um, claiming to clear the oceans, they're actually involved in the fishing industry. So, like, yeah. it's, it's it's in their best interest to keep the fishing industry kind of going, yeah. um, even though that is the thing that's killing the, the oceans more than anything. And, yeah. and it's, it's just, it's mental how corrupt it actually is. And the fact that it's involved, like, in, in Japan, they've recently legalised whaling again. Like you're allowed yeah. to hunt whales in Japan. Oh, do you know uh, what, that do, was disgraceful. Do you know what um, they got me as go well? To... Um, the bit with uh, in Japan, I'm sorry, Hong Kong. It was um, with the uh, the shark fin soup, and they were talking about it. And he said, oh, and he said, they chop the spin off and chuck the, the, the fish back in. Yeah, the yeah, but but dies, but they, so yeah, exactly. Off. But they said that the the shark fin has absolutely zero nutritional mm-hmm. value. It doesn't yeah. actually it doesn't actually taste of anything. So shark fin soup it's is it, it, it's purely just a um like a a status thing, isn't it? It's like I yeah. I, I can it's eat Chinese it. medicine sort of thing, isn't it? Yeah. It's not even it's medicine. Crazy. It's literally just a status well, thing. No, but they call it Chinese medicine, don't be that. But, that but it does nothing and it's mental. Um but, but going to like places like like Thailand and things like that. I've been to Thailand before and like, it's a beautiful place. The people are lovely, but some of the stories that were coming out of there, I mean they do they're a Buddhist country, so they're supposed to appreciate animals, and they do to a degree. But the the I, I, I witnessed actual sharks when we went to like some of the wet, wet would you call them wet markets? Probably don't they? Uh, and have I seen like baby sharks do 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 do, do um, with the mouth being like opened up and stuff? And it's like it's, it's, some of the stuff on the markets in Thailand is grotesque. Um, and even go to the Isle of Skye, place like that in Scotland. The documentary goes up there to, to like not like the northwest Scotland. And, and shows you like the, the, the way that the, the fish farming and when we went to the Isle of Sky in September, this September just gone just before this lockdown came in. And we, we went to a fish farm, and, well, we didn't go to a fish farm, but we know, um, we got a good friend who, who lives up there and he, he used to work on a fish farm. And the, they were saying that they were just wheeling out bucket of barrels and skips and thousands and thousands of, of tons of just dead fish and you could smell it it just smelled like horrible because they, they were saying that like, there were scientists there they don't know why all these fish are dying and stuff but the, the, the documentary goes into it like this but about like the, the, the you know in slavery and things like that like with in thailand that, like, have people have that, slaves on bones and- that was the thing about the human trafficking as well that like they, they reckon that like large percentage of the fish that anyone will buy um will have been um caught by people illegally who were forced into the labor and they weren't paid for it you know what i mean like like some of the people that were talking they were saying that they were they were literally at sea for 10 plus years um and they were scared for the life like like one guy said he was there for like 12 years at sea didn't get to see any family great film but 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 he said he uh, yeah. um he said uh, 
he said that he tried to kill himself like several times over them years mm-hmm. because like he was just that miserable. And um, but yeah, he's um, but like he was forced into it. Like and like, yeah. it's just madness. Like to think that that can happen. Fucking hell. Yeah. I mean, it should be called conspiracy. I mean, we're not going to argue about that. <laughs> Shit name. Um, but I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm an animal lover. I'm, uh, I wouldn't go as far as say I'm an activist, but... Would you I, I, Would you um, give up fish after watching that? Or Well, I don't think it makes much difference, does it? Because, I mean, <laughs> you, you, you're subsidised anyway. What, and, and your taxes go towards these, these you, big corporations anyway. Yeah, but you know what that means, don't you? That means that not only... And when you buy fish, are you paying for it with your taxes? You're paying for it a second time. You're True. paying for you're, 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 you're paying for fish twice. The way I look at it, David Attenborough still eats me, and he's the biggest animal guy going. He's a, a hero of mine, the the, the the best guy in the world, in my opinion. And if and I'm I, I eat meat, I do. Um, and I know it's probably not great. I do try and limit my beef intake. Have you seen the, uh, is it the Leonardo DiCaprio documentary about like how beef is so unsustainable? But then again, they talk about sustainability in this in this documentary, this um, the sea spiracy, and like what does sustainable even mean? None of it's sustainable. I think I think um, his I think his conclusion at the end was that sustainability means. I mean, I don't think it was a serious kind of um, no. definition of it, but he basically said like I think I think that uh, just sustainability just means that it's something that'll never end because he was just so depressed at the end. He was just like, Oh, it's just, it's going to never end. Is it? It's just, it's because yeah. the government's in on it. The police are all in on it. Like, like it, it basically comes down to the fact that like all the governments are in, are in on this fucking trade. Yeah. And, um, and the, the, like you say, they're just pumping money into Yakuza, it. the mafia, things like you that. Know I mean? Ev- everyone's fucking involved in it. So it's just like, I think, I think yeah. it's never, it's never going to be something that we can ever, we can never end. He was just so depressed. I'm just glad yeah. that we were born when we are, because I mean, oh, you know, the next generation of people that are, that are going to be running the world. I mean, they're they're in a lot more trouble than we are, aren't we? Because we're fucking old for them. Generation of boomers do, ruined it for us. So they did. They did. <laughs> Fuck the boomers. Fuck the boomers. Um, but that, that's a joke. But um, like I said, <laughs> I, I, I'm not. Um, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not necessarily an activist, but I, I love I love animals. I'm going to do a shameless plug. My Instagram is James Sanders eighty eight. If you want to, <laughs> it's only it's only pictures of birds and stuff. To be fair, like, yeah, the, the, the you should appreciate nature and look at animals and yeah. look out the window more often and see the animals that are flying around and running around and scurrying about because they don't know what's going on. We're fucking up with them, but I like taking pictures of animals, so that's that's something that I'm trying trying to do is just like a something to pass the time especially with lockdown and stuff so right. if you like looking at pictures of animals then like and subscribe guys <laughs> like and subscribe and don't, and don't forget to click that bell <laughs> rate, rate the fuck out of that notification bell <laughs> I'll definitely uh, I'll definitely get on that documentary though it does John, sound I highly precious. recommend you do mate cause it's, it's, it was a real eye opener for me and it just it did kind of change my opinions on on some things yeah like you say with all these governments and stuff involved it definitely uh sounds a bit fishy 
<laughs> yeah. how, how long have you been have that been, been mulling on that have you? honestly like the entire time me and james were talking was that in your head if you watch back the video like you'll see me like one punch but like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i didn't yeah, expect right. us to talk about that for so long but yeah uh seaspiracy no, should be called conspiracy but definitely worth it it's on netflix and it's like an hour and a half or two hours less than two hours and it's Interesting. Yeah, you both sound uh, quite passionate about it. I'll definitely, uh, definitely check this out. I'd recommend it. Like, like, like I said before, like I've I've never eaten meat, so it's never really been something that's yeah. uh, I've been involved in. Uh, not sorry, not meat. Sorry, fish. I've never eaten fish. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I've never. Been. I feel like a hypocrite because I, I mean, but, I don't eat fish on a regular basis, but I, but, I, but 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 even after watching this, I still felt quite guilty. Like you know, I was just like, fucking yeah. this is this is it. It's like that. Like, I've. I've watched all of these vegan documentaries and shit like that, and none mm. of it's really made me feel guilty about eating meat no. when I did eat meat and stuff. You know, what I mean? and just one. Um, but um, but this one, the- but this one, like even though I've never eaten fish, I didn't. I was genuinely like, I feel like I, I need to do something about it. I need to. I need to yeah. get involved with it. I've never. I've never gotten that from a documentary before. But it was actually one of the. It's. It's. I mean, blackfish is interesting as well, and it sort of touches on some of the stuff to do with like. Um, mm. Dolphins and um, other dolphin-like creatures being yeah. in captivity, and how, how cruel that is. So it sort of touches on that a little bit. Mm. But yeah, it, it, it was an eye-opener that one. Absolutely, I, I I I can't even go as far as to say I enjoyed it because I did, I definitely didn't enjoy it. It was fucking miserable, but it definitely yeah. opened definitely opened my eyes. Um, I think okay. the last time I felt that sad watching something was probably the beginning of Up. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, with the you know his wife yeah. dies, yeah, yeah, similar yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, uh, it's real. It's even worse. Yep, yep, yep. Definitely worth <laughs> watch, and it's an eye opener, and it's on Netflix. Yeah, I'll definitely uh, definitely get on that. Great stuff. So uh, I've got one more film, if that's okay. I'll just box this off dead quick. Uh, talking about eating meat and stuff, I watched uh, Ravenous from nineteen ninety nine. Great uh, film. Yeah, we've seen it, Jumbo. The yeah. Scottish fella, isn't it? Uh, uh, yeah, Robert Carlyle. Robert Carlyle. Yeah. And yeah, and Guy Pearce, the, the main two. Uh, I watched it when it came out, like back in 2000 or whenever, when a blockbuster was still a thing. <laughs> uh, and I liked it, liked it back then. Didn't blow the socks off or anything, but watching it again this time, I definitely had more, more of an appreciation for it. Um, yeah. It's a film about Guy Pearce has been sent to an outpost small outpost in the American, like, uh, Midwest. It's the frontier, is it? Like, it's between yeah, like, 1800s, is it? 1840s, I believe. It's the American-Mexican right. War when it happens. And Robert Carlyle just turns up at their camp, saying that his whole camp has been attacked uh, in a cave nearby, and he requests help from them. Uh, so, obviously, they go, they, you know, they, they all set out to go and help him to go and find out what goes on. But when they get there, there's obviously a few twists and turns kind of thing, and there's a bit of a there's a bit of a cannibal theme going on, stuff like that. Won't uh, won't spoil anything, but really enjoyed it. But uh, I'm just mentioning it because the soundtrack really stood out to me. It's like way ahead of its time. The soundtrack, it's a the kind of soundtrack you'd hear nowadays. It's like a discordant kind of folksy uh, soundtrack, you know. And it, it's done by Michael Nyman, the composer, and Damon Albarn from Blur. You know, oh, the really? Yeah, oh, the lead singer from Blur. And Gorillas and stuff as well. Yeah. 
and they, they created this really kind of like discordant soundtrack that sounds like oh, something. I didn't know that. Yeah, like you know, like the, the Joker film the other year had a really like unsettling kind of offbeat sound. Well, they had the paedophilic song as well, didn't they? Um, yeah, the Gary, Gary Glitter song. That is actually yeah. annoyingly really fucking catchy. Yeah, it's actually a tune, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's like a very kind of like uh, just unsettling kind of beat in the background going on the whole time. But yeah, it was Damon Albarn from Blur who uh, were. Didn't realise that. I've got a lot of time for Blur. Yeah, I love Blur, yeah. Yeah. In terms of the whole Blur Oasis. Oasis can get fucked. I was always a Blur over Oasis in school. Blur, mate, yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, give it like a four stars. Might go up on a rewatch, but it's on Disney Plus at the moment, so. Right, I've got Disney Plus as well, so I might stick that on later on. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. If anyone's interested, give it a go. I will do, yeah, definitely. Interesting, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I think we're all done then, guys. If you're, you're okay with that, yeah, absolutely. Brilliant. Okay, so we'll, we'll wrap. Oh, it up sorry, there. just just one little uh, anecdote, just just for the end. Um, what do you all know about the Christopher Walken conspiracy? I have no idea what you're on about. Is it to do with the death of Natalie Wood? Yeah. Is it really? What yeah. do you know about it, John? Yeah, yeah. You, I think you'll know about it more than I will. I know all about it. He's on the boat when she died. Do you? Yeah, okay. I know all about this, mate. Yeah. All I all I know is that he went on holiday with um, another uh, actor, oh, Robert, 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 Robert Wagner. Robert Wagner. Robert Wagner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he went right. on, on a, a sort of a, a, a cruise, not cruise, a, a yacht somewhere. Yeah. In the seventies or eighties or something was it? Early. It's like eighty-one, I think, or eighty-two, maybe. Right, okay. Got, Early eighties. And there was a bit of a fight going on. It was obvious that I think Chris Walken fancied his wife or something like that. Is that is that correct? This is the thing, like, Robert Wagner was married to Natalie Ward, but he suspected that there was something going on and, like, they were right. getting on really well on this yacht. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, the, the, I believe the word is that Walken heard some, like, arguing going on that night and then Natalie Ward turned up dead the day after. Or did she just disappear? Would she, like... Overboard, sort of thing. You know what? This is, I can't actually remember the, the, whether she was drowned or whether she was actually like uh, killed. But I think basically the word was that like Robert Wagner did it out of jealousy. But obviously, no one, no one was ever, no one was ever convicted of the murder or anything like that. I think she was just meant to have been like found overboard or something, like an accident. That's creepy. Is there yeah. a documentary that we could watch about this to, to gain more information? I'm sure there's YouTube videos about it, but... Yeah, you could probably find some YouTube stuff about it, definitely. But I, I just remember reading about that years ago, because it's one of, like, an unsolved case. They never found what actually, uh, what actually happened to Natalie Wood. Is that a name? Yeah, that Natalie Wood. I, I believe it would ring the bell after you've said it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's a very interesting unsolved case, and like the fact that Christopher Walken was involved. Yeah, at the start always, of I've always thought he was a bit creepy, but I've always liked Chris Walken. But if he's involved in a murder thing, he's probably not a great guy, is he? I see. I think it's not so much him. I think it's more to do with a jealous husband. Well, again, I don't want to slander him either. So, <laughs> yeah, well, we don't know the guys, so it could just be a case of she fell overboard or something. Could be. There's something to ponder upon that, isn't it? I thought. Yeah, I love uh, I love unsolved cases, stuff like this. Yeah. Right, guys, so uh, we'll wrap it up there then. We'll be back again in a couple of weeks with, uh, with another podcast. Yeah, thank you very much yeah. for listening. Happy Easter, everyone. Well, it won't be Easter when you see us, but it, you might still have Bank Holiday Monday. And, uh, <laughs> I don't know. 
when it'll be posted. Happy but. Easter. Happy Easter, everyone. Thank you very much. I hope you enjoyed the show. You can email with any feedback or complaints at don't spoil the ending at gmail.com or you can tweet us at DSTE Podcast. Thanks for watching.